0: What made you want to switch off Apple?
1: Uh, one, I couldn't upgrade because of that Verizon, that Verizon nonsense. Since I'm still technically getting the, I'm technically an employee, so will not let me upgrade without just buying it outright from Apple. Okay. And then, uh, new job, we use all Google, which you know, Christian. Yeah. Yeah, it's all Google based. So.
0: Fun. So, how do you like it going from Apple to Google now?
1: Honestly, going to the Pixel, there's no difference. Yeah. Like, I, the only thing I miss are, like, Apple-based apps. Of course. But that's it. Everything well, it's else, really
0: all the same stuff. Like, yeah, you're all doing the same thing. They're all
1: doing the same thing. They have all the same stuff. But on top of it, it's just, like, Apple versus Pixel. Like, it's identical. Like, even the way I move my hand, all the gestures, it's all the same. I'm just oh, using right. Google stuff instead of Apple. Well,
0: it's funny because when Google first came around, it was more so about – uh you know, being inventive and creative. And then it got to this point where it's like, yeah, we're just going to copy what everyone else does. Yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> which works because it's just simple.
0: Well, it does. Cause then it makes more people that switch over want to keep it. They don't feel like it's this drastic new experience. It's you know, it's, it's very similar and it's easier to keep people that way. Yeah. You know, but they're great phones. I mean, I've had pixels and I haven't had like a newer iPhone, but um, I mean, it, everyone's just doing the same stuff. You're checking your social medias. They're all the same. You know, checking some email, doing some calculator when you don't know your math, you
1: know, it's <laughs> all about that camera. The camera is the one
0: I like what Apple did though, with the 12 series, you know, they came out with the mini, um, the price points really aren't that crazy for what you're getting.
1: The mini should have been cheaper.
0: Well, of course, but for, for an Apple iPhone fresh out the market for it to be, what is it like? Probably like 600, no. 700 probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that size, like going back to the old shape.
1: Well, they also kept the uh, old model. So you still have the XR. Mm-hmm. Plus that SE just came out. So you literally have, you can go get an iPhone for 400, 500, 600, 700. like. That's what needs to happen. That's what's been like needed to happen. Well, they had to step up after the Google Pixel 3a and all those came out. Like all those mid-range that they all the, just yeah. swept underneath them.
0: It's cool, man. Because like, honestly, I think. For the vast majority of people, they get sold on getting like the seven hundred to thousand dollar phone, but like every time, vast the vast majority of the population could definitely handle just like a three hundred dollar mid tier phone and be just as happy.
1: Uh, my girlfriend having the Pixel three A, like I was just, she was running all the same apps as me. Yep. We doing the exact same things. Yep. Every time, like we would just go play like something little like Pokemon Go. Like I'm thinking like oh, I'm gonna load in way faster. This is gonna go so much like no, hers is the exact yeah. like. <laughs> Seven hundred dollars versus three hundred dollars, and they're doing the exact same thing.
0: One hundred percent, because what you're doing at the end of the day isn't like you're always doing the same thing. Like with my Note Ten Plus, I have twelve gigs of RAM, and it's just like, what the hell am I doing with twelve gigs? Of, like I don't need this at all. No. And I always like before, I had a phone with that high of a spec ratio. I always wanted one, mm-hmm. and then when I got it, like a year into it, it's great because it is lasting. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I'm definitely getting my my dollar amount out of it but at the same time you're just like this is preposterous like
1: also <laughs> well, the thing is like if you're buying the phone for longevity yeah it spend makes the sense, money for sure don't upgrade for another 2 or 3 years but everybody upgrades every year but they're upgrading that $1100 phone every year
0: well they were <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point it'll be interesting to see like in 2025 the data like see if there's a big shift after 2020 if people kind of started to slow back on because really when you looked at when I worked in the phone market, 80% of people just kind of go with the flow. That their phone goes to shit, they get a new one. But, yeah. you know, there's really 10% that get it right when it comes out. There's 10% that couldn't care less. And then the rest of the people just kind of do what they got to do.
1: 100%. Because, yeah, people with the iPhone 6 still running around just fine and don't even realize that their phone's outdated. Dude, my
0: homie's got a 5C I told him I was like, I want to buy you a phone, dude. Like,
1: <laughs> honestly, anything. Go spend two hundred dollars. Like, it'll be better.
0: He loves it though. And there's something about like the nostalgia, you know,
1: that old cell phone.
0: Well, it's funny too, because I was like, dude, they ran to like a whole nother design and came back before you got a new phone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like they brought back drivers. the
1: box body before you even gave it up.
0: It's incredible. It's an incredible story, you know. Oh, whatever. But I give them props. I'm one of those people too that take care of my stuff. Like, I up, I upgraded my phone a lot just because I could, because I got really good deals Yeah. when I was working. But now that I'm not, it's like, oh, I'm cool keeping this for well, a couple of years. From you know? it now. You're not like just staring mm-hmm.
1: at the new one, reading up all the specs, studying. Oh, just learning about it makes you want it. It makes it feel like yours is no longer relevant. For sure, it dude. really is.
0: It was weird this fall. This is the first time I wasn't part of a launch in like six years. And then just with all the other competitor stuff coming out. And I was just thinking like, man, what would a Note 20 launch look like in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> like, it's the most expensive phone they sell. And yeah. <laughs> it's probably like the worst time to launch it too. you know? It was about
1: average, honestly.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like from the 10. Like, I looked it up and I was like, yeah, oh, I mean, it's nice. But like, it wouldn't. There's nothing that would make me want to go switch it up.
1: That's the thing that's so minuscule at this point every yeah. little upgrade is what i already have again i watched all the new phones come out i was right there and i settled on this one which was the budget google phone
0: so which one did you get the 4a i got the five or the five nice
1: i went and got the pixel 5 which everyone was complaining about that was like they made their main flagship phone a mid-tier but mm-hmm. like we just discussed it does everything i need
0: well a lot of those phones too the price point is higher just for that kind of like status quo yeah it's not necessarily like you know the markup value on them are hundreds and hundreds of dollars (laughs) like they could put those same phones at that lower price point and still make money off it for sure but there's just such like a i wonder like i feel like that has worn off too in society like remember when iphones were like a like a very big status symbol
1: oh Yeah, growing up in school and, like, that one kid pulls out. I mean, we were still (laughs) all rocking flip phones, though, and, like, he pulls out a screen, and you're like, what do you got? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Seriously, dude. It was cool to grow up with all that technology. Like, on the last podcast with Jenna Whitfield, we were talking about, uh, you know, like, when you went to a family vacation, you didn't just get an iPad in the back, and that was that, you know? I mean, you really had to be in the car with your family.
1: (laughs) I mean, you did, but, like, I had, like one of those old vhs like little tube tvs that like mm-hmm. shoved in the back of our car yeah and like I the just, portable cd players yeah like, you know those are a big. walkman and zone out on some disney movies for 12 hour drive for sure
0: and then the idea of just condensing all that into this one little device you know
1: that still has wi-fi while you're driving now
0: yeah seriously dude i know there's so many cars that are like a moving house now honestly you know
1: I was just in that Tesla the other day for the first time I drove. Oh nice. What was, was that like? It was interesting. It's not yeah. what I expected. Not what I would go out and buy right away. Mm-hmm. But like if everything starts moving that way, I wouldn't be mad at it either.
0: What was the difference to
1: you? Um, honestly, I felt it the most while driving it. Like when we were sitting in when I was in the passenger seat letting him drive, it was I was like, Okay, this is a cool car. It feels like just a sports car, like a little sports sedan. Yeah. It's weird that it's run off a tablet, but like it's the future. I yeah. get it. Um, but when I jumped in and just actually driving a electric car like that, that is, has that much power was weird.
0: Did um, you have it drive you?
1: I did not do that. I don't yeah. trust it still. <laughs> uh, I'd go
0: into like a part, like a big parking lot or something like a big empty he parking said, lot. He
1: showed me it when he was driving and I was like, that's kind of cool. But mm. he just kept like touching the wheel to make sure it was still staying on. And it looked like he was still driving. Yeah. So, but like when I hit the gas, and like you instantly take off, like instead of like, I've had sports cars in the past, you even like my best sports car, like still would like you catch a little bit and then go Okay. where this was just like a roller coaster. Like I just <laughs> left and I was like, that was weird. And then I didn't even use the brake to stop. Like you let off the pedal and the car just stops. Wow. It's, it's weird. Almost like you're driving a stick shift and you just like let off the clutch. It's like that feeling.
0: How is it when you're driving? So you have the tablet there and then is it like showing you the road while you drive
1: it's basically like google maps yeah. on at all times it's showing you the road what's around you your music playing like you have different screens you can jump to
0: does it have like the sensors so someone gets like an, a certain distance from you starts beeping and all it that does. type of stuff yeah basically
1: it's just there's cameras on all sides so you can see like on your <sighs> left side all That's of dope. it
0: dude i just want elon to make like the dopest train system in the united states like i want to go to la in like 50 minutes and it's I think he can do it.
1: I feel like everybody would travel so much more if you just had a giant subway.
0: That I really think that's a more efficient way instead of us all getting our little cars and all this stuff. And... I mean,
1: we have that now, though. People just don't like doing it. like everybody. If I am saying let's go to Chicago mm-hmm. right now, we're all going to spend the hundreds on not hundreds, but spend a good amount of money on gas and mm-hmm. hotel and all this. I'm pretty sure you can take like a Greyhound bus for like thirty-five bucks, oh, for sure, and it'll take you the whole way. But like, that's just not a thought people have.
0: Yeah, there's a weird stigma on that. That's how I went to New York City when I was younger with my aunt. I mean, we just get um, bus rides, mm-hmm. you know, meet you at Walmart like 5.30 in the morning, hop on, and they just drive you there to stop every two hours. And, you I used know. to go to
1: my friend's house like that when I was a little kid. Like, it was like 10 cents, and it'll drive you across town instead of me riding my bike <laughs> 10 minutes throughout the summer of like sweating. Like, let's jump on a bus real quick.
0: Yeah, it's weird that that's not like a more popular way of transportation, you know?
1: I don't know. Like I said. It would be a,
0: so much more efficient.
1: It would. It is. It still <laughs> is. Like, I feel like I just. Most people don't really want to do that. Granted, it was weird in a college town because like when I did get on the bus, it's like me and like 40 other college kids mm-hmm. just going to their next class on the Parda. Yeah. Versus. It's not like a city. A city would be a little yeah. different.
0: I know, dude. That is a different ball game when you're in a major city with all these different like cultures and people and. Yeah. You can get smelly. Especially now, you know
1: now now is not the time to sell the, the public transportation i'll keep I'll, your
0: cars I'll be in
2: my car <laughs>
0: for sure dude well i wanted to talk to you about uh kind of like your experience working during the pandemic because you were working in retail working with the general public you took you had some time off then you went back to the store for a while right yeah so when you get back what what
1: does that look like it was a complete shift so like i expected it to be slower different things like that. But like just, um, everybody's operating the same. It's the same idea. Like that aspect didn't change, but it was just the way that you talk to people, the way that people came across like that before people were always more friendly and it's not that they're not friendly anymore. It's just, everybody's on edge it feels like. Mm-hmm. So every time a customer came up, I don't know if I like, do I stand by you? Do right. I stand back? <laughs> do I shake your hand? Do I not? Do I how mm-hmm. do I greet you? I can't see your facial expression, so I have to now guess. Just a lot of that. And then like I said, some people are acting like it doesn't exist. Other people are purelling as they're walking up, like yeah. You, just, you never know what you're gonna get.
0: Yeah, you definitely see the full spectrum mm-hmm. of how people are taking it. And it's odd, especially in that setting, when you're like in a sales setting and you have to read a lot of nonverbals and that is just eliminated.
1: It was a lot harder.
0: You know, I mean, you're just looking at someone's eyeballs.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I don't know if you're frowning. I don't know if you're smiling. Honestly, you could just be mouthing things at me and I have no idea.
0: So like you were selling um, mobile phones. Yes. So how did that work? I mean, people are coming in. They want you to touch their phone. I mean, are you allowed to touch their phone?
1: We were allowed to touch their phone, which I thought was weird because like they were completely, no one was upset with that. I was more upset with that one. Yeah. Just being the germaphobic person I am. Well, people's uh, phones are disgusting. They were gross before this happened. Right. Now it's even worse. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, people just throw me their phone all the time and just, like, have no problem with that but wouldn't let me come near them. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's fine. They'll, like, slide it under the glass and let me play with it, and then they'll grab it and make a phone call. And I'm like, that was, seemed about the same.
0: I feel like that's everyone, though. Like, everyone's taking these, like, odd precautions, but then there's, like, these few things that we let slide and that we don't question that kind of I... contradict everything that we just yeah i don't like... think
1: people realize how gross phones are
0: oh i mean there's a statistic out there that's grosser than a toilet seat
1: Again, i've always you know because you everything you're
0: touching and then your face and then
1: I've what made... people do with their phone you know <laughs> i destroyed my last phone from purelling it throughout this pandemic i would just as soon as i got home i would just wipe purell all over it yeah which didn't hurt the phone, but it, like, got in the speaker and right. made it quiet. Like, I ruined my last phone doing
0: right. that. Yeah, dude. did. I mean, that has to be a crazy situation. And it's like, there's really no... There's no fix to it, you know?
1: No, it's just going to be a comfort thing. Yeah. As we kind of move forward.
0: Yeah. And I think people are, like, not very quickly, like, at a slow pace, but they're starting to get more comfortable.
1: People are... Yeah, I definitely... It got... The longer it's been going on, the more crowded it would get, the more people aren't as nervous anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, it depends on the individual. I had extremes of both where we have those who, like, are in a little glass bubble and not coming anywhere near us and just screaming, which is fine, (laughs) to, like, people who refuse to wear the mask and are upset with you that you're even wearing one or acting like something's happening.
0: I really do think every person should have a job like that. Just working with the general public because it is so easy to have a perception on whether it's a super, a certain type of person or a certain group of people. Like I felt like working that job, dude, I learned so much about so many different cultures and just like the way people interact, you know,
1: it's yeah, it was changing and every year doing the same thing. it like, was different every day. And I learned more and more each day.
0: Well, you just never know what you're going to run into. You know, I mean, I have (laughs) like, we could make a whole podcast on stories. (laughs) Honestly, it's just interesting, dude. Is it, you realize how many lonely people there are in the world? Cause I would never interact with these people if I wasn't working. Yeah. But these, these folks that just kind of linger into stores and they make conversations with people and, I don't know, man. It's just like, can't we find a better way to like get people involved in the community? You know? It's true. Instead of just like going store to store and just shooting the shit.
1: Like I guess that it's different cuz you do talk to so many people all day long. You've I build a lot of relationships. You do. And I also enjoy like you said. I think everyone should have a job like that where you're forced to go interact with people.
0: It breaks you out of your shell.
1: It does. It makes you just learn how to just be casual, be calm and not be nervous or interact anxious. with everyone too. Yeah,
0: not be so secluded to your own inner circle.
1: Just my first week. That was like one of the first things, even when I watched new people would come in there, like telling them like, Hey, you have to go say hi to this person, start a conversation. They yeah. them not hate you and then help them <laughs> and then sell them something. And then sell them something <laughs> like you had to go do it. And like they would hire in people and like, you could tell like who was more confident versus others off the bat. But like, yeah,
0: well you could tell who was, Who was going to stick around and sometimes you could tell who wasn't going to stick
1: around real quick, you know But there's big changes too. like I watched the most insecure shy people who Mm -hmm. like wouldn't even Lock eyes with me when I said hi to them during training All of a sudden run up and just start talking to anybody now Like that's
0: a beautiful thing dude. Like they walk in the room. They just start shooting the shit with everyone It's like because they start feeling comfortable. They start building those relationships and like, that's growth, yeah. you know? Like, when you get scared and then you run, that's such a terrible reaction, you know? Sometimes you has got to figure it out. And those things you can correlate into the rest of your life. Like, it's good to be able to walk up to anyone and start a conversation. It is. Be approachable, you know?
1: It just helped me in general. I mean, I wasn't that shy before. Like, I thought that was mm-hmm. an easy part of the job because I never really had that issue. But I watched, like you said, the growth of others. But it is the, like, in different situations of just, like, walking in. Like, I coach. And just yeah. like going to be able to like, go and talk to parents and like, it's not awkward at all. Like they'll be, I feel like they try, like they don't try, but they're more awkward than I am of, I have to get you out of your shell. I have to get you to talk because you came up to me for a reason. So like, <laughs> let's get it out. Like,
0: no, I could see that for sure. You know, cause I mean, for some people, all they do is go to a job where they've worked with the same people for decades, mm-hmm. you know, and they just have the same interactions over and over. So when it's a new person, it's like a shell shock thing, oh, yeah, you know? But it takes people like us to get those people out of their shell because everyone's pretty cool once you break them out of that mode most people want to talk
1: most people enjoy yeah most people are friendly contact like they want to hang out they want to have a conversation
0: it's been like an adamant thing about me this year is like if i don't have a mask on when i'm bike riding or something like i just make it a point to smile at everyone yeah you know because i think that's just missing you just gotta spread a little positivity you don't need to do anything crazy i don't need to throw you a damn birthday party but, you know, a, a nice smile. Hey, how's it going?
1: I'll take a birthday party, man. <laughs> you
0: know, it goes a long way. You never know what could change someone's uh, outlook.
1: And that's the thing is, like, keeping your mindset like that. Because I know we don't always do it. Some it's days, impossible. Some days I want to talk to everybody. Other days I don't want to see a person. And For I'm sure. just irritated. But, like, like, I go and play volleyball with a lot of different people every single weekend. Uh, this last weekend, I saw a dude who everybody instantly, I don't want to say they disliked him, but they didn't like the way he was playing. Right. Um, he wasn't from the state. And, like, everyone's, like, instantly, like, I saw all their little opinions of mm-hmm. him, like, slowly changing, and everyone's getting mad at him. He was winning. He was a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just, uh, there was a courtesy rule when you play co ed in volleyball. Okay. Uh, Ohio is, like, one of the only places that do it. He's from PA. Okay. Actually, he was from New York. Sorry. He's on the border. Uh, and he didn't understand it. So, like,
0: what do you mean by a courtesy role?
1: So we play two on two, guy and girl. Okay. The courtesy is when you're serving, you serve the guy serves the guy, the girl serves the girl. That way, both you're not just picking on one player, so everybody gets to play kind of thing. Yeah. And then the other big thing is like the guy isn't supposed to turn and like rip the ball at the girl, or don't hit it as hard as you can. Like you can do a shot like they're still playing, they're still on the court. Just don't turn and hit as hard as you can at them. Right. Which. I'm not sure why that's a rule because most of the girls are better than the guys. Like, so
0: is he just spiking it or
1: anything? uh, He'd never let like the first game he didn't understand. And he just hit it anywhere he wanted. And (laughs) he was getting super mad. And like, they all were like over him by the end. And I'm like, no one's even said hi to this poor kid. Like he thinks he's doing great. He's having a good day. He's winning. And like slowly this whole group of people are slowly like getting upset with him. Mm -hmm. And I just went over and just started talking to him and he was like, super excited to be like he's like this place is awesome and i'm like you don't know
0: <laughs> make it a rough first impression <laughs> yeah i
1: mean i we told him he's like someone made a comment but like i just i don't know uh where i play it's always co-ed and like there's there's not that rule like right. you're playing you're playing and i was like i get it and that's why
2: for
0: sure
1: like it's different
0: there's this weird thing that happens when there's like this outsider entering the group for sure and most of the time in those situations, people tend to look for things, you know. And in that situation, it's pretty obvious why he stuck out, you know. Yeah. But there's uh, always, like, that weird energy of just, like, this outsider coming in. But it. it takes people like you to, like, go over and break that ice, you know. Because, honestly, if you, if you just had a conversation with him. Yeah, like, we right talked
1: about it. and he was like, yeah. And, like, after that, I, I don't know. I didn't watch Rush's games. For all I know, he could have kept writing right. the girl. Like, I don't know. But... <laughs> Uh, I think he got better later, but either way, like we don't just play ed, Like I asked, I got his phone number. I was like, if you want to play, like we can play men's, and then I don't have to worry about being the bad guy with you. Yeah, because then you can hit the ball wherever you want. For sure, but yeah, like I'm not gonna just get upset with the guy just because he's. I I could understand the people who were playing him and getting frustrated. Luckily, I was on his court, so I just watched him and I was like, oh, that's a good player, and everyone's gonna be frustrated with you. I'm like, he doesn't know.
0: For sure, that's easy to happen in sports though. Everyone's super competitive. Yeah, people get super competitive. You know. There's something that comes out of people. It's different. Yeah.
1: I'm so laid back until it comes to any kind of competition.
0: Some most people are. And then you see the other side.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) There's definitely like that line between like competitive and like too much. Definitely. I don't think I hit that too much, but yeah, I definitely think I'll surprise people.
0: Self awareness is key. Yeah. Definitely key. And, uh, I mean, competition is healthy, you know, it's healthy to like push each other. And, and that's really the only way you end up getting better.
1: Well, people treat it negative because again, people do get upset, but like, like you said, that being upset is not a problem. I mean, I'm mad on the court, but as soon as we're off, like I'm fine. It's done. Yeah. I'm done. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I definitely want to try as hard as I can while I'm here. For sure.
0: When you're in the moment, but when it's done, it's done.
1: I don't think it's a problem to not want to. To not want to lose
0: yeah like, it's weird when people hold on to it too like you really just fuck their day up <laughs> it's
1: just like like it was a
0: game and it got a little heated and then it it ended and well those are my favorite, the guys play. who get
1: heated and they'll like say something and it like completely messes up the other person or they'll get too mad then they can't play anymore because they're too upset dog it cracks me up
0: one time uh, last year jt and i went to kent state rec to yeah. play ball and there's this kid, and he's always there. And he's always talking shit, you know? And I just... Like, especially in basketball, I'm sure this is in, like, every sport. But there's just, like, some kids that have, like, that cocky swagger that can't back it up. And then they just look dumb. And that's what happened to this kid. Those he had, favorite. like, five fast break layups that he missed. And when he missed the fifth one, like, I I fell to the ground, started laughing. And then JT did, like, the... Ah! Like, the loud laugh, like... I could tell he got embarrassed, and I didn't mean to like embarrass him, but it was like, dude, stop talking shit when you yeah. are missing wide open. It's like, we're not even coming down anymore because you just keep missing. Just to wait. So he says something slick because we were laughing, and it just pissed me off. And we were we had one point to go to win, and I take the ball a couple feet from the three point line, and I hit this three make it win the game in his face and he was such a sore loser about it he was the only one that didn't give me a dab you know that kid that kid you know the kid that was going to talk shit play terrible then i shoved it in his face because if you're going to talk shit you got to back it up yeah. and that's how i felt about it i'm like all right you want to talk then let's talk yeah hit a dagger and like to me if, if that if i was on the reverse end i still would have went up and dabbed like good shot For bro sure. yeah. good shot cool it, you know, it, it's fun to, like, keep pushing each other. But some people, I could tell I just ruined his well, day. As but as it, if it kind of felt good.
1: that ego, like, you know you're going to do bad. Like That's anytime, what ruins anytime you. Time I've ever gone into a tournament where, like, I'm high-seeded or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do well today. Last yeah. place. I'll lose the every game that I should in my head win or feel like I should. like.
0: Mm-hmm. So much of it is mental when yeah. it comes to sports. I mean, physical for sure. You know, you got to prep and all that, all but more like mental
1: than physical, a hundred percent,
0: a hundred percent. I mean, especially in something like basketball where you're running a lot, and you get to like that third, fourth quarter, and you're like, "Damn, yeah." You huffing and a puff, and you're you're drenching sweat. You got some bruises, you got some scrapes. You know, like I I love when you're just like, you feel like a little depleted, yeah, and, and then something gassed. happens, and like it just gives you that boost again, mm-hmm. and you just kind of. Like, make that last push at the end there, you know, well,
1: that's a big part of it is again, being able to still focus while that fatigue. Mm-hmm. Again, that's the mental part of realizing that you're tired, but not letting it affect you in that yeah. way of being lazy.
0: But it really like, what really helped my, like my mindset going into was breathing. I never realized how much breathing played a part. And especially in basketball, like All sports, when I shoot the ball, I breathe with the shot. And my shot goes in way more when I breathe with it than when I get, you know, when I just hold it in.
1: Yeah. I watch this whole giant, uh, thing on breathing and sports and like sports psychology. And I do it in between serves. And Mm -hmm. it's not so much because like volleyball, like, yeah, I play sand volleyball, but it's not very, it's not like basketball where you're like constantly running. Yeah. It's more explosive. So it's just short sprints. So I'm never really gassed or out of breath. When I get tired of volleyball, it's like my legs are jelloey and I can't jump much higher anymore. (laughs) But, uh, I take those deep breaths uh, in between serves to, like, reset because, again, it's so stop and start in that game. Mm-hmm. And if you make one bad play, like, you're just going to stand in the line and do it again. So you have to, like, <laughs> reset the every time so you don't get more and more sad throughout the day.
2: For sure.
0: <laughs> What's your recovery like? Do you do any, anything for recovery when you're done playing?
1: So I've been slowly, as I've gotten older, I stretch a lot more after mm-hmm. as well as before. Um, I own that. Uh, Hyperbolt gun. Yeah, dude, dude, that's my
2: I
0: put some of my buddies onto that this weekend. My one buddy came out to me He was like, uh Man, can you try to crack my back? Like I have this knot on my shoulder and like I know it won't do much But I said bro, let me change your life. So I went and got on mine and uh, yeah, dude, I mean that those massage guns are just a different level
1: It was like when buying it. I was like, this is a waste of money. Like I'm just buying myself a toy This is dumb but like I've used that so much that it was mm-hmm. worth every like, and I play a tournament every weekend. as someone who's constantly you've worked with me, like I'm constantly holding my shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. m- most of that is like almost like gone, but like it definitely helps me like get better back faster. Oh yeah. It cures up my legs. I'm not as worn out the next day.
0: For sure. Oh yeah, man. Like when I go for 25 mile bike rides and stuff like that, like if I do the massage gun stretch and the inversion table,
1: you feel pretty good the next you know, day. I mean,
0: sure. I did all the leaves outside yesterday. I did all that stuff after. And yeah, you know, usually I'm, I'm rough for two, three days, but
1: my thing is more, it's the, what I've noticed, like I said, as I continue to play sports is it's the, what you're doing when you're not playing Mm-hmm. all the stretching, yep. the band work. Like that is what's like, I used to have all like my knees hurt all the time, like jumpers knee. Yep. Uh, all my, pain in my shoulder is just all tendonitis so as long as like i I ice before after do my stretches do some bands uh that foam roller is incredible
0: yeah dude i got one of those too like those are incredible
1: doing all that and like i go back from like waking up every day with like pain to like i'm just feel great yeah i just feel tired like i know
0: i know that and like when people that aren't into exercise i don't know once they get into it it's like the recovery aspect's not pushed as much but it's just as important
1: like i said i ignored it for a long time and i remember being like 25 and i was playing indoor volleyball which is i think a little bit harder on my body just that hard floor jump up and down Mm -hmm. playing almost every night of the week tournaments on weekends and like i was like limping to work (laughs) the next day and i'm like i'm 25 like why do i feel this way i started stretching and like all that went away like that was it That's not the stretch. My hamstrings were a little tight.
0: Which is so weird. Like, when I was playing basketball in high school, we would stretch for, like, 10 minutes before practice. Like, it was not this important thing that they really walked us through, you know? We didn't stretch after practice or anything like that. No, same. But it would have made such a difference if we did, you know, a half hour before and after. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they do that now.
1: No, I doubt it. <laughs> as, a, as a coach, I don't make. I, like, I'm like no. do your more, do your little stretches, and then like let's get in the practice. So he,
0: you coach high school? Yeah, nice. And you coach girls or guys or it's like, I uh, coach like guys? Guys. Nice. And how you guys doing?
1: Uh, I didn't have a season last year. COVID hit right because it's a spring oh, sport sure. for guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, like literally, I had like four practices, and then it, they shut us down. <laughs> Before that, we were we were looking really good. Um, I only lost one senior. He was like one of my best players, but it was only. We lost, sorry, we lost two seniors. Both were solid. The one was, like, my main hitter, but, like, the other kid was, he was solid, but we had other underclassmen who could keep up. So that year, last year, 2020 year was, like, mm. going to be my year. I had two twins who were monsters. Like, we could have probably gone to the <laughs> States maybe, and then COVID hit, and, like, they all graduated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: rained on you yeah that (sighs) sucks that would have probably been my best year yeah damn dude well there'll be other years hopefully oh yeah other twins
1: other twins uh my team was copy and paste i had a set of brothers and then two twins Uh uh-huh and like they were just athletes yeah it just made all the difference
0: it's such a crazy time like when you're in high school especially when you're like a popular athlete what a weird life to live and then you turn 19 and no one gives a shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: just, it's just different now in general like i played at, where i coach i play there in high school and like just how just watching the game evolve mm-hmm. i know every sport has it because i played basketball there too and i'm sure it's the same i just didn't pay attention as much because mm-hmm. i don't enjoy basketball as much anymore but like when i was playing there there was like 10 of us Not enough for like a varsity and a, kind of a jv uh when i came out of high school i was playing uh volleyball has different levels. Basically I came out and went to like a level, a B level, mm-hmm. which is average. Um, but for someone who played for four years, I was like, okay, like I'm all right. Like I can keep up, but there was like, there's B double B a double a open. Like I was at the bottom of the pole. Mm-hmm. All these high school kids now, like now I'm making cuts and all these kids are coming out like to those two twins who I had who just graduated. I'm throwing them at like a double, like college level. Hmm. And like, just coming out of high school, they're that good. And I'm like, I wish this sport was that good when I was there. Yeah. Like, we were just trying to make the ball go over the net, and they're running (laughs) plays. Like, they're slamming. Like, every time the ball goes up, they're hitting the ball straight down.
0: So is there, like, a lot of college scholarships and stuff like that for volleyball players?
1: Women, yes. Guys, Not so much. Uh, Interesting. They have traveling leagues and stuff like that now, which I don't think they had very many when I was younger. Um, It's growing a lot. It should be sanctioned soon. Yeah. Multiple high schools are getting it now, like, we play like when i was in school we only played catholic schools or private schools Mm. now there's like seven or eight uh public schools who have it interesting and that's not like i'm not that old like no i've only been out of school for
0: around 10 years years, yeah 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 man things change quick and that's crazy how like they uh there's not really a men's team like a men's option in college
1: i mean there is it's just like i said it's just not as popular yet oh gotcha it's still like OSU hasn't – they're incredible. They won nationals a couple of years ago. Like, they're an incredible team. It's just like that's not where you're going to probably be getting a ride. Unless yeah. you're playing, like, traveling leagues growing up. That yeah. like, scouts aren't – like, I never saw a scout at any of our high schools. Like, that's not a thing. That's now, some wild
0: shit, yeah. But,
1: yeah, if you go to, like, the Junior Olympics and, like, the traveling leagues like that, then, yeah, you, there's a good chance for a guy you could be scouted.
0: It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild that you can just – so many doors can open based off your uh, like physical abilities. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look at football or basketball, volleyball, baseball, like your whole life can change just because you're good, like athletic.
1: It is. But it's also frustrating. Cause like half those kids have that ability. They just don't care when they're 16. Yeah. Which was like me. Like I've, when I was in high school, I didn't really care. Like I liked the play, but like, I wasn't as competitive as I was as an adult and I didn't care as much about it. Like it was just something to do. Yeah. Um, just cause I like to play sports now. Like I've seen all the people who I like I played high school with who were like above me or the better kids. Like when I was JV, they were varsity, which mm-hmm. was way better than me then. I'm sure I probably put more time in later in life, but I, they still play. And like, I have like, there's a way different skill gap now where like I'm much better than they are.
0: And, I um, believe it because you spent a lot of time doing it too. Exactly,
1: which is just I don't know. I just think it was weird. Where like if I cared that much back then, like, I would roll reverse. Like in my head, it was because I was like, oh, I'm short. Oh, well, it's skinny. a
0: different thing too but, when you're when you're in high school because you're figuring other shit out and like you, you're you probably not even like as invested into it at that point. You know, no, I,
1: like I said, I would show up to practice late. I'd,
0: oh, for yeah, sure. I'd That's be how better. I was with basketball. You know, it was like it was something. It was just because I always did it, and yeah. it was like this extracurricular that I just always did exactly you know but then once uh i came to school i didn't play for a little bit for like a couple of years and then i started to get back into it
1: i took like two years off and then Just i discovered exercising. that there was like adult because so i was like oh this is cool yeah and then i found out like the whole other competitive side that like there's you can actually go places with it not go but like i played against like sponsored players yeah uh i met a lot of the like college players from like kent state the girls or different things like that to play at like higher levels that way I did get to play with the uh, libero from the national team, mm-hmm. from the USA team. Nice. He's gone to the Olympics. He showed up one day. Like, that was awesome. And I was like, oh, that's just kind of weird. Like, I never <laughs> expected just playing sand volleyball that I would meet, like, an Olympic athlete.
0: Well, it's a different, like, uh, community, you know? Yeah. You know? And then you're meeting other people that have the same interests. Like, I always tell people that when they're like, man, I just... I'm having a hard time making friends and stuff. I'm like, you just got to go find what you're interested in and go do that shit. Cause then you just meet other people interested in the same thing.
1: Yeah. just a room full of people, you know, like how many
0: people do you know? Because you play volleyball hundreds, but without that, if you just went home and sat (coughs) in your apartment every night, like you wouldn't have that type of network, you know? So it goes a long way. You know, it's more than just the physical, like exertion aspect of it oh, it's a whole social it's a whole social yeah, dynamic Yeah, that's sure. like what
1: i do on weekends like yeah some people well it's healthy too like that. but yeah like every weekend i'm going this not the same people every week but like i'm gonna go hang out with the same like click of people for the most part
0: so are you still playing now with all this covid stuff they're we still are. letting it happen
1: yep uh it took a while for them to get started um i it's like fully back i don't do like I haven't played, I don't really play indoor much anymore, but like I try to avoid like the six on six. I do mostly just two on two. Yeah. So the tournaments are smaller. It's only like 50 people and you're spread out. You're on a different side of the net. Uh, they've eliminated it like, sounds good. we don't really handshake or anything after games or anything right. anymore. You just kind of like do a little air five and walk off. There's you pure just salute everywhere. each other, you know? Exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: so like, yeah, it's still being out in public, but like, I definitely feel more better about it, especially we when we are in it, the man. summer when it was outside, like. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. When you're outside, it's different.
0: But you need it. You need to go interact with people. You need to see people and talk to them. I agree. You know, this like, just go hibernate inside of your house and.
1: I'm too social for that. I can't do it.
0: Can't do it now.
1: That I was uh, during the end of like lockdown. I went from like I ran cross country in high school, but like once again, I was just the same shape. Like I never really enjoyed running. I was running like five to six miles a day during. During all that, just because I was so like I couldn't sit Damn. still, like I just I just would walk outside and I was just like I'm going for a run, and I would just <laughs> next thing I know I'd be like I'm like three miles from home, I gotta go back.
0: That's so funny. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um. So what did you think of the whole when COVID first hit? Like, what'd you make of it? What What did you think was gonna happen? Or what? what I was really
1: happening? had no idea. I didn't think it was gonna last as long as it did. Like in my head, I was just like this is interesting. I figured we'd be shut down for like a month or two. Right. Like that was fully invested Then like three months hit. And I'm just like still here. (laughs) I don't know what to do anymore. Like I'm out of house projects. Like I can't mow the lawn anymore. (laughs) Uh, Luckily just, I was blessed. I right before COVID hit, like I paid off all my bills. There you go. Like, I don't know. I just like, so I was spot. saving up, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay off my car." Like I paid off my car. I, like did all these things, and then like two months later, like COVID hit, and I was just like, "That was that was nice timing." Yeah. Not that I like, I was still getting paid and stuff like that, but like I was still like just that stress of like, eh, "I don't really have." Yeah,
0: that you thing. didn't have the financial. Yeah, side I didn't of have it. that
1: many bills going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, had, I didn't enjoy the lockdown by any means. Like most people didn't. But on the other hand, I do think it was a good time to reflect. Mm-hmm. Like I started looking at different career paths because we worked together. I was very over where I was at, but like, I just didn't have that. I don't want to say motivation. I just didn't have that time to sit and actually think about what I wanted to do. Cause I would For just sure. go work, go play volleyball, do what I, I would basically just go work, struggle through it and then go do whatever I wanted to do. Cause I was right. super happy outside of work and doing all that. Mm-hmm. It was just the actual job that was kind of wearing me down where like that gave me time to like sit and think, be like, okay, I got time to think. I do not want to go back to work like I want to go back to work, but I also don't want to go back to that job. So like yeah, I need to figure something out. So like, I started like researching, I started studying, looking at different like, uh, like educational or career paths that just gave me time to kind of reflect.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, making use of that time, you know, that's how I felt too is just like, I don't want to go back to my job and feel like I wasted all this time and I didn't apply it anywhere. You that know? was the
1: thing is I was scared of like after like month number two, I don't even think it was two. It was probably not even a little after one. I just remember sitting there and like, I woke up at like 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> played Call of Duty all night the night before. And I was just like, I'm not, I, I, I'm I going to be so mad if I waste all this free time. Right. All I remember when I was working 40 hours a week was I wish I had more time to do this, this, and this. Yep. And all I've done is ate ice cream and played Call of Duty. Yeah, like I need to-
0: Start tackling that list. Yeah. So were you just like, completely devastated when they called you <laughs> to come back <laughs> or
1: were you relieved <laughs> i was on well one i was on vacation <laughs> so like, I where was, were you uh, i was up in michigan uh, oh nice. we went on like a fishing trip up in michigan mm-hmm. which it was super nice and beautiful out there and like we got like a cabin away from everyone so like it was a nice little break of just for sure i didn't have to worry about the masks not that covid went away but like i wasn't going out anywhere so it was right. just like <clears throat> nice little break from it Super beautiful and nice out, but yeah, they called me back on like day three, and they're like, "You want to come back?" I'm like, "I'm on vacation." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, like I need to come back." Like, yeah, I, I like, I didn't enjoy why well, I was like enjoying that time to figure things out. I did not enjoy like just laying around the house. Like I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. I just I feel see that's bummed. where you and me I differ because like,
0: you know, it's not so much that I'm laying around the house. I love waking up and just having my day to myself because I can keep myself busy. As you know,
1: I wasn't getting bo- like I did get bored a little bit, but like it wasn't bored as in like I didn't like I have a lot of hobbies. I like mm-hmm. I was doing different things like I'm, I agree with you there. Like I could keep myself entertained and mm-hmm. still I like, just keep doing things I wanted. It was just more of the less like I just feel kind of. Partly because like I saw my girlfriend was working the whole time and I'm like, I feel awful because like I'm just same doing nothing. And I'm like, saying oh, you poor thing. I'm going to go to college again.
0: My girlfriend was transitioning management companies in March. So, it was literally, like, her changing, you know, the email for the company. Like, every little detail is getting changed. Yeah. And I'm just over here collecting the check. Like,
1: like I I was like, I I can't ask you to do anything because, like. Like, I would go up and well, that was the things, like, I felt bad. So, I'd, like, try to help her out with anything like that. So, that when she was done working, she could just sit and relax. Right. Which, I think I did. I could have probably done better, but I did pretty well. Yeah. But, like. I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. Felt bummy. Like I was like, I need to like go work.
0: Yeah. I've gotten there. So I was just but like, but to me is like, anytime I start feeling that way, it's like exercise. Cause after exercise and all, all that gets released, you know? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't feel like a lazy piece of shit anymore.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I said, I just started running. I was with you. I yeah. needed to do something. I should have worked out. Like it could have been my one chance to like get some muscle on me. Instead. Of yeah. I, I ran and lost weight. Like I know better.
0: <laughs> Got skinnier. Got skinnier. Um, it was a good time for me just because of my back, like with the sciatica and all that stuff. I dude. remember it was like, it's, drop. I mean, I'm still working on it. It's gotten a lot better, but you know, it was almost just like a blessing that I had this time home finally. Cause I was so nervous about having this injury and having to be on my feet all day, you know? So it was like, you know, I got the massage gun, the inversion table, just got some new tools to really help me fix that up. Cause I was in the same situation, man. Like the bills were paid. Yeah. i was in a good spot i got a nice little nest egg like so i bought a few things to help my back out and you know the gym's definitely a place i don't want to be at right now so yeah. started getting into some little things just to do around the house because even this winter it's just like figuring out things that we can do because we're not going to be at shows we're not going to be doing these big gatherings yeah. you know so podcasts like get, make reasons for people to come over and just spend time and do different shit I agree because you got to do things on smaller scales now,
1: which I don't mind doing. Like I like Me doing stuff around the house, like you said. I bought a bunch of like little workout equipment. Um, but I did a lot of band work. I got into like uh, yoga stuff. When I actually, yeah, when I came back from quarantine, I played that first volleyball tournament, which I know we talked about it because I did it before <clears throat> quarantine and all that, and when we still hung out. But uh, I switched to vegetarian. Oh wow! Uh, so I was vegetarian for that whole span not thinking anything of it because i was just sitting around all day and just eating everything but meat just nothing really changed for me because i didn't eat red meat really anyway yeah so i just basically just didn't eat chicken anymore which Mm -hmm. was fine Uh, we got back to that first tournament and me and my girlfriend were playing and i play lazy normally but like not that lazy like at least in pool play until we get the playoffs like i like to save my energy game one which i'm used to playing like eight games i was dead. Like yeah. I, I felt like I was gonna pass out and she's right. like, What's wrong with you? I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I know I'm out of shape. I'm like, I can't to be in this much shape. Um, but yeah, a mixture of no working out and no protein <laughs> for four or five months. Uh, just, yeah I, almost <laughs> almost, I almost went to sleep real quick.
0: So what are you doing now?
1: I just learned to adjust it. Um so I just made sure like now before tournaments I eat like a bunch of eggs. Mm-hmm. I bring like peanut butter a little like those little peanut yeah. butter cups. And then dip them in like rice cakes, something mm-hmm. like that. It just keep me going. And I just have to eat more now just because I didn't realize that I burn off carbs so much faster. Oh, yeah. So now I just increased my diet. So For
0: people like us, we burn calories while we're eating. Honestly. Yeah, you know, like it just burns automatically.
1: I'm eating all day long. I just literally just have like a little bag of snacks with me.
0: So you're doing like protein shakes or anything like that? I do
1: at least one shake a day. I might kick that up to two. I've basically regained to where I was before uh, all this happened. Like before I switched, or uh-huh. like I'm staying at that consistent weight. Uh, after playing, I'm like back in the normal shape. Um, the only thing that was killing me was my vertical. I dropped during quarantine. I was like it had to have been like I lost like muscle. Right. Um. But when I was talking to some of the other guys there, they're like, "You're not very flexible for like how much volleyball you play." Because they like watched me try to stretch, and like I've never been able to touch my toes. Yeah. I could maybe get a little p- below my knees. <laughs> Uh, so I started doing that yoga, of course, and my vertical went up like two inches just by stretching. Nice. like no yeah. muscle, no yeah. nothing. Like I went right back to where I was after two weeks of stretching and I was like, Oh, I like this. Yeah.
0: it's amazing. You ever checked out a uh, yoga with Adrian? Check her out. She's okay. funny. She's really good at it. Um, she has a ton of different videos on YouTube. They're all free. I'll check it out. But you know, you could do 30 minutes, 15 minutes, an watching? hour.
1: I was watching a Tom Merck. Mm -hmm. It's like bodyweight warrior or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, he had like all these like beginner flexibility to like unlock different things. Yeah. And like, I was just doing those slowly. Yeah.
0: That's what it's about doing the stretches slow with the breath, you know, on your inhale, expand the the stomach and mm -hmm. on your, uh, inhale, expand the stomach, exhale, contract, and it goes a long way. Like people underestimate stretching and breathing and just like getting your mind, right? Getting your mind focused, you know, it, it's like your performance enhances so much by just doing those things. And it's so it, easy.
1: It really did Yeah. It was two weeks. And like I said, I was just jumping higher and then I got my leg strength back a little bit. from So just playing
0: with your protein shakes, are you doing whey protein then? <clears throat>
1: uh, I have whey protein. I bought some organic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that, but it, I, I don't know if it's, like, the mixture I was making with it or if it was just that, it was, like, hurting my stomach later. Yeah. And then I have a bunch of those pre, like, um, they're, like, orgain. They're, like, little pre-made shakes. Okay. I grab those for the morning because I'm just dead tired in the morning. I just grab one and go.
0: Because if you're looking to do – because, like, I do a plant-based protein powder. So they get all the protein from, like, pumpkin that, seeds and watermelon that seeds. Was and one, like that was the one. The one that was
1: hurting my stomach. It's oh, all interesting. plant-based.
0: Uh, I get mine from a company called It. Okay. And it's, uh, it's really good. I mean, I've been doing it for a couple months now cause I've never been a big protein shake guy, but like I mean, after bike rides and stuff like that, it's just nice, you know, chug that down. And, uh,
1: I know it's important. Like I was even skinnier than I am now, like all through high school, I was like one thirty. 30. I was, how tall were you? Five eight. Wow. So real skinny. I think I grew up like maybe an inch after high school. I'm like five nine. Now uh, I started boxing mm-hmm. just to get in shape. Uh, my cousin was doing and he was trying to fight so I was like I'll come with you to the gym uh, his boxing coach actually was he liked boxing that was like his passion but he was actually like some trophy winning like I don't know power lifter back in the day for in Ohio mm-hmm. and he was like oh we'll make you we'll get you some weight <laughs> on you and like I worked out with that dude like every day for like a year and he put 20 pounds on me and he was just forcing protein down my throat. Yeah, So like I understand how it works now because like I've stayed at that consistent weight even though I quit working out years ago and Mm -hmm. that was when I was like 22. But yeah, I was like I definitely need to do this if I want to like stay at this weight if not gain a little.
0: For us, we have the opposite problem with most people. Most right. people have problems
1: burning it off. We don't. They get so mad at us, too, when we bring it up. It's not
0: our fault, though. But
1: I'm like, <laughs> it's also annoying when, like, I ate four Chipotle burritos in one day, and I feel like I'm going to vomit, and I jump on the scale, and it's like, you lost three pounds. Right. And I'm like, I don't understand what
0: else to do. People are raging right now <laughs> in jealousy. No, thinking, for sure. I mean, it's just like, it's weird that everyone's metabolism so different. Yeah. But...
1: I'm not mad Again, I it. think
0: all, I think also for myself personally, it's because I've taken care of myself too. Because yeah. that shit changes. I mean, there's people that were like, like us growing up, and now they're not. Yeah, that's very. You true. know, I mean, you can definitely reverse the cycle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As I've gotten, since I ate like crap growing up, like I don't even really crave it anymore. Like after Same. I, after I switched to like a better diet, like, I have no desire to eat worse because every time I do, I instantly regret it.
0: Oh yeah. Like I feel like I got myself in trouble. I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I I do that with donuts. You know, like those shitty donuts in the grocery store, and and I forget the brand. It's like a white box. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And they have like the chocolate. Starts with an E. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. And I walked past those, and I'm like, man, those look good. And then like one time, I got them, and I took one bite, and like, so stupid. Like, why am I doing this? I know this is terrible for me. It's not that great, but at the same time, like. People don't, uh, like, when you look in the grocery store, it is just, like, greens, milk, and eggs, and then everything in between is sugar. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> All those aisles, it's just, like, sugar, 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 spices, sugar, sugar, sugar. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. well,
1: I went, so I'm, you know, I didn't eat fast food for years, mm-hmm. other than, like, Chipotle or, like, pulp. I yeah. to keep it a little healthier, but, like, McDonald's working, I haven't ate those. I still haven't eaten the majority of them in probably seven years. Uh, I broke down the other day. I went to Burger King because they have a Beyond Burger, a Beyond Whopper, just like the fake, the fake meat. And I was like, Well,
0: yeah, I figured that, but it's just like a big ass burger. A, it's just a Whopper, okay. but it's
1: Made up. It's plant based instead of. Oh, okay, got you. So I went and got that, and I was like, I'm just gonna knock this out. Like I just, I'm starving. I need food now. I ate like three of those fries and four bites, and I just instantly felt nauseous. I was like, Why did I even waste my money on this?
0: Well, you know what it is for a lot, a lot of people. And this even happened to me the other day. I saw a KFC commercial and I was like,
1: man, that kind of looks good.
0: And, uh, my buddy was, everybody's helping out by now. (laughs) And my buddy goes, dude, I saw that commercial the other day too. So I went and got it. Nothing like the commercial. (laughs) like." not even close and i was like man like no wonder people get sucked into it because you see it on tv you're a little hungry like oh i could door dash that real quick you know and then it shows up and the chicken's just pink and
1: doesn't look anything like the professional
0: it doesn't dude and like what really turned me off like a turning point with fast food and i was i've never been a taco bell person but when i was in high school taco bell got in trouble well they got in trouble for uh at that point in the early 2000 or the early, uh, 2010s, uh, the law was, you had to have in your beef. It had to be 30% beef. Yeah. And the rest could be fillers and preservatives and double juice, whatever it is. Taco Bell couldn't even get 30% beef. I'm like, fuck y'all. Like <laughs> I'm asking for a third of what you're telling me it is. And you can't even deliver that.
1: See, this is also what makes me so mad though. Is Cause like I do get mad at, the only thing I have the complaint about the vegetarian thing is like, I'm never home. Like if I'm home cooking, it's fine. I have right. no issues. It's trying to find food. Yeah. When and you're out and about. When I do go, like, I have no problem going to Chipotle. I like their tofu. It's super mm-hmm. good. But like, I spend like 7 $8 right. for like a good meal, which isn't horrible, but it's also not what I want to do. Well, and there's no
0: like $4 option, $3, yeah, $3 option. I look
1: around and like, I just remember like going to Taco Bell when I was in high school and I'd order like five beefy, five layer burritos for like three bucks. Mm -hmm. And I was set that like filled me up for the entire day. For sure. I missed, but the the thing is
0: like, it fills you up because it's just fillers and preservatives. Yeah. It's garbage. Like that. And that's like the yin and yang of it. It's like, yeah, you're filled up, but you're not really like taking care of your body. Yeah. You know, like you feel full, but that's really the only benefit. Yeah. Like my dad brought up, uh, we were hiking maybe two months ago he's like, sometimes I drink like a, like one Coca-Cola a week, but every time I drink him, I just feel like shit after I haven't. And I was like, cause you pop. don't drink pop. So when you do, it just wrecks you. I, and that's what it does. Like it's all just sugar and caffeine mm-hmm. and you you're on this bell curve and then you drop and then you feel like crap. Whereas if you looked at something that was more sustainable, like I've been doing this uh, green powder called athletic greens in the morning, okay. it has 75 vitamins, minerals, nutrients, and you put it in eight ounces of water, shake it up before you eat anything, drink it. I usually like take the dog for a walk, come back and get something to eat. Yeah. Starting your morning off with something like that. Just like hitting your body with all these nutrients and all, you know, just getting everything adjusted to get your day going. Instead of starting it off with a drug like caffeine or sugar, where you just end up crashing like there is no crash
1: breakfast is you know so essential I, that was one of those other things i discovered as i was older of like you wake up drink a glass of water right when you wake up yeah eat something that's like, a big thing your day see i've actually shied away better. from
0: that though have you actually like i have like shied away from doing like a bigger meal in the morning like i'll actually kind of wait to eat a little bit later now like until like early afternoon and then try to do like my bigger meal, like it, more so like in the middle of the day. You know, so what I do I'm a saying?
1: smaller thing, but I just like to eat just to get. Not that I, my metabolism's already fast, but like just to kind well, of. Well, you want to get it going. And I do you know? like I need to eat in the morning, otherwise like I'm starving instantly.
0: And well, that's the thing about a job too, because it was like when I was working, I felt like I had to eat in the morning because that was my opportunity. Yeah. So it's like I'm either eating at like eight thirty or I'm waiting till you know two in the afternoon. Yeah. So I felt like I had to, so I would just eat even if I wasn't hungry. But now that I've been off and be able to just like kind of make my own schedule as is, I'll do like athletic greens in the morning and then around noon or so I'll eat a little something, you know, but it's gone a long way. And like, I've been getting my friends and family to start doing it, especially the big coffee drinkers in my life. And you know, I, I got Christian to start doing it and, uh, I love coffee and that's the thing and and he said that to me when we're hanging out this week and he's like dude that's a hard sell for a lot of people and i said i i get that but we don't look at it like uh like what is this actually doing for me you know because people would say something like athletic greens is expensive it's a hundred dollars a bag for 30 servings well if you do the math that's like three dollars per serving people spend five six seven dollars on coffee every single morning just to feel like shit in four hours so, it's really not yeah. that outrageous, you know?
1: See, I I still have a bad habit of going to Dunkin' or Starbucks or any of those. Yeah. But See, I'm
0: glad I never got on that train, there's definitely There's a, so many people.
1: There's a difference of, like, me waking up and, like, I just make, like, a normal cup of coffee at home. And mm-hmm. I use, like, just barely any cream and sugar. For sure. Drink it and then go <laughs> versus, like, me just pounding right. that, like, syrup. <laughs> like, I yeah, definitely dude. feel a difference. But I'll fall into that trap as soon as I like wake up late and don't have time to make the coffee, like I'll be in that line.
0: I'll tell you what, waking up late in the winter. Cause it's one thing in the summer, yeah. but I'm telling you in the winter and you need like that hot beverage. Like it's such a great business to get into too. Cause it's so low cost. Yeah. It takes nothing. You buy that coffee and tea in bulk, bro. You're making so much money. Yeah. You know, just because people are running late.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Because
0: it's not like, honest to God, like you're a coffee person. Yeah. It's not like Starbucks and Dunkin' got like the best coffee. No. You know, it's not like it's this great day You can't get it anywhere else. Like in Kent, we have Bent Tree. Like if you're a coffee connoisseur, people would say you go to Bent Tree.
1: I like Bent Tree, but I love Tree City too. Though. But it,
0: yeah, and, and all those, and those like special spots that have like this really unique coffee. It's like, yeah, yeah you know, Halloween happens. So we're going to have the pumpkin lattes of Starbucks, and then Christmas comes, and we got the whatever, you know? Yeah. But it's not like it's just like phenomenal products. It's just no, pretty it's mediocre. dollars sugar yeah.
1: and like, <laughs> I love it.
0: I know, dude. I was like,
1: man, I want to come up with some shit like that. <laughs> so much money. So much money, dude. Yeah, I try my best to like just make coffee at home. I do have a lot of tea and stuff like that. You're well, especially
0: right. now, man. It's like the at-home like mindset needs to step up. Because it's crazy to me how many people when the pandemic started, you know, they wouldn't leave the house but then their door dash in. And I'm like, well, how's that
1: any different?
0: Like, you get other people to make your food and then you have other people bring the food to you. Like
1: I saved so much money because I wasn't out. I wasn't going again. Even though the tournaments are back, but like, I'm not even a drinker, but like, I would just buy like body armors at the bar. Still, yeah. Buy Gatorades. Like, I would rack up a tab of like 30 bucks just at one tournament. Plus, like going to lunch with friends, Mm -hmm. going out to go get coffee with friends, different things like that. Like I was constantly eating out and then everything shut down and I was like, I'm not spending $30 a day anymore on just nothing. Yeah. It's just like like,
0: miscellaneous stuff. Exactly. Yeah. There's a huge shift, I think also in in, like the spending, like how we want to spend our money now.
1: They they, like shifted my thought process of that. Like just that sitting at home, Mm -hmm. I would just go to the grocery store, come home and just like, I literally my cost of living was way lower than what I thought it was in my head.
0: You don't really need that much money to live off of. We feel that way because we get these paychecks and this yes. is like our, our range to stay in. So oh, I can do this and I can do that. But like if push came to shove and you had to eliminate a lot of that stuff,
1: it's easy. Yeah,
0: it's easy. It doesn't really affect that much. I Just mean, a lot
1: more discipline
0: and that's what it comes down to. Like I remember working and uh, people would always be like, why do you pack your lunch all the time? And I go, well, I, you know, I don't want to waste the money. Like I could go spend three or four bucks at the grocery store or I could spend 10 and that stuff adds up. And they're like, well, when do you pack? And I'm like, right when I get home from work, I pack lunch for the next day. Yeah. Cause if I don't do it right when I get home, I'm not going to do it.
1: I do everything right when I get home. You got to, and then it's done. And then it's done. And then then it's there for tomorrow.
0: And then you're good to go. But like, When you come home and then you get come, oh, I'll do it later and I'll do it la- like the do it late. I, anything I tell myself, I'm going to do it later.
1: You know, it's not getting done.
0: I just like, to me, like the way my brain structured, I just do it because then once I'm like hanging out not doing anything, it just gnaws at me until I end up doing it.
1: I'm guilty of it depending on what it is. So like, I'm with you. Like I want to come home. Anything I need, get done. It's I try to out. do it right then and there. Like as soon as I walk in the door, like I'm doing dishes. I'm throwing laundry and mm-hmm. I'm doing that stuff. Cause right. like you said, once I, I know once I like sit down, I'm done. Like yeah. I'm not doing anything for the rest of the night, but I'm also super guilty of like, I'll get gas in the morning for sure. And just leaving myself. Out and everyone drive.
0: gets to those moments too. And I think for like do like going somewhere. Yeah. But it, like, once you get into the home and staying prepped and doing things of that nature, it just is like, You just got to be honest with yourself. And I feel like a lot of people lie to themselves. It's okay. It's okay. We'll see it out tomorrow. It's like, well, if that's your fourth day out of five eating out when you're working, you're giving the majority of your paycheck back to nothing. Honestly. You know?
1: No. Again, I think that's just something you kind of figure out with age, though. Definitely. That discipline. Like, I did a lot of, like, self-discipline things when I was younger, but, like, I had horrible discipline. But I always That's just being that. young, though. Yeah, but I also I don't know I don't understand why when I was younger I challenged myself to certain things, but like, <laughs> but yeah, like I couldn't tell myself just to pack a lunch. Right. <laughs> but when I was in thirteen, I decided that I didn't want to be right-handed anymore and switched hands. Like, oh shit! I don't. Did know. you do
0: that successfully?
1: Yeah, I'm. pretty wow. Much left-handed at this point in time in my life.
0: That's crazy. So you just decided to switch your my dominant hand. Wow. Well, it was
1: more of like, can I? Yeah. Because I always growing up playing sports you know like I remember playing baseball basketball and like everyone was like oh he's a lefty look out yeah ah, dude's left hand like watch left handed pitcher yep uh, you remember you gotta guard his left hand when he shoots and, like it was just like always so baffling that like just because that kid when he was in kindergarten <laughs> grabbed the crayon with this side of his body like he is now better at sports than me he's or, in like, this other
0: category now
1: yeah <laughs> or I remember like doing like a little like you have to meet people in school they give you like a sheet of paper and they'd be like find someone who has red hair yeah. Find someone who's left-handed and like, you're just looking around and it's just one kid right. signing every paper. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. I thought it was so weird. You're not
0: special. <laughs> but they are. It's like,
1: why are they so like, why is it that they use that hand? Why are they so much different? Like, yeah. like what, what is it? And hmm. so I just started trying. Like, I remember I started teaching myself how to write with my left hand and I do other tasks, which was super frustrating at first. Cause again, like I'm in school trying to take notes and I'm just like, hours behind everybody else like they're flipping the sheets and i'm still like trying to make an a um but then i got it and it became pretty much normal
0: so are you just as dominant with your right still or do you feel like you've lost some some of the skills on the right
1: i don't know so i wonder yeah. that constantly yeah mostly with my writing because like uh you'll make fun of me if like, you see me right because they're completely equal mm-hmm. but neither are that neat yeah. And I'm wondering, is it because, like, <laughs> I don't write anymore? Like, what do I really write That's as an true. adult? we in school, I either write every day. Or is it just because, like, since I took focus away, did I slowly lose some of it?
2: Yeah,
0: probably both. Uh Isn't it crazy how much bullshit we got fed as kids? Like, I remember learning cursive to, like, sign checks and stuff. There's like Neither one of those are applicable, really, in this world at
1: all. I can't do that left-handed. I can't write You cursive. can't. Yeah, I learned it right-handed. I Yeah. I don't even know how I would begin to start making the letters.
0: I mean, I can do my name in cursive, but if you just asked me to, like, write in cursive, I, I probably couldn't With do it. You With know? either hand,
1: but yeah.
0: Well, it's know. just not even, like, a, it's just so crazy. Like, they just had no idea the tidal wave that was coming. That yeah, would just yeah. shift the way our world would be world a works. click of a
1: button from now on.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Everything's not even a real button. It's yeah. going to be a button on a screen. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like if uh, back then if you told me a button i would think a physical button you push it exactly like a button on a screen was not even a thing to us no you know and within 10 20 years everything we're over here making you know i mean shit even something like this i would need a whole crew before oh yeah you know when we were in high school i need a whole crew to do all this stuff and now it's literally just me in my basement and um, I just called people to come making over. Making all those skate videos like that the little face.
1: hand cam that had horrible lighting. You couldn't really see anything yeah, I it. Yeah, do throw on the shoulder like the old yeah.
0: boom boxes. <sighs> yeah, man. It's incredible how far we've come and how much farther we're going to go. And how, uh, how we're just going further and further into the matrix, you know?
1: It's crazy.
0: It's awesome, dude. It's awesome that we live in this time of just like this rapid... growth Growth of technology as just changes our every day constantly you know
1: we haven't really seen anything like this since like what
0: ever i mean since something like the telephone or something like electricity was first really that's what i'm thinking you know what i mean like Like where everyone had light now and everyone or even like the telephone too where like everyone could now call we went from like letters to calling to you know it's just nuts And now we're like on this crazy trajectory of just like
1: I feel like it's like I feel like we've had a few switches like that in history where like Mm -hmm. we started the like the plants were like like the big power plants where you could like Mm -hmm. change innovation that way and then like the same. Like we had little inventions up until Mm two thousand and then all of a sudden internet.
0: And people thought it was like a fad. Like once this internet thing's over, it's like oh you silly bitch. (laughs) You silly silly (laughs) bitch. it's like no this is the way the world will function entirely you know crazy i mean this, this is how you do your banking it's how we're doing this i mean it's how i mean now people are using it for everything just to get their groceries to their front door yeah you know to get a ride somewhere
1: uh i remember just having computer class in like fifth grade they gave me like one of those floppy disk. yeah oh like yeah that those was things your were floppy thick disk. yeah and like i don't even remember what i learned like how to turn it on. Like, I don't even know what we were doing.
0: I mean, if you think about it, the flappy disk is just a jump drive. That's all today. it was.
1: But like, I'm saying like, I don't even remember like what I was saving to it. Like, I don't remember what I was doing. On our computer bullshit,
0: then. like little word documents about our weekend.
1: I, I guess. Like, I don't remember like doing anything. And I remember like my mom and them were like, who cares about computer class? Like you're never going to use that. <laughs> like, like nobody cared. like, yeah.
0: Well, that was what was weird about like going through school, cause I like by the time I got to high school, I couldn't graduate unless I passed this really like rigorous typing class, and it was, it wasn't even like a class in the sense of like I had a teacher. Yeah. But the whole thing was a computer program. Okay. So she was just moderating the room, mm-hmm. like you would just go through the different levels, and you had to be at a certain point at a certain like time. Mavis
1: Beacon stuff.
0: Yeah, and then she'd come around and help you out if you needed it, but. You know just making sure like you could do your capitals and get your fi- your, your fingers are in the right place to get up to the numbers the right way and yeah and all that stuff and in the moment it was just like tedious bs but like looking back on it i'm happy because like now when like my grandparents see me whiz around on the computer stuff they're like how do you do that so fast and i'm like I it's just thought about that it's just so like ingrained in me at this point yeah like just even before, like, when I first started get back into podcasting, firing up the Mac again, just I just hopped right back on the keyboard, yeah. like nothing. Even though I haven't really used the big keyboard like that in a long time.
1: Well, I always tell people, and they're like, "How did like? typically the older generation, they're like, how did you get so good at this? And I'm like, I just grew up with it. But, like, I completely forgot, like, you're right. In, like, middle school, we had to learn, like, Microsoft Word and mm-hmm. PowerPoint. I completely forgot we even did that in school. But we yeah. didn't have a whole class on it. We had that stuff in us.
0: school, and then it was just, like, those things just progressed because then... You know, once you get into college and stuff, that's when you get into like big PowerPoint presentations yeah. and big essays, and you're doing pages and pages of stuff. And what's cool now, you can just use voice, which is pretty badass. That is Instead cool. of having to type, you yeah. know, I mean, shit, you can get Microsoft Word on your phone, just voice the whole thing. Yeah. You know, not even have to type a single word.
1: And just go and edit it a little bit later. Yeah.
0: Oh, please do. Oh, only a fool would not double check that. <laughs>
1: You don't want to do the full copy and paste and leave the the (laughs) link still highlighted on the print.
0: Like, sir, half of this is just
1: nonsense. (laughs) It's just gibberish.
2: Like,
0: (laughs) oh, man. I like, no, like, now being out of school, just like finding stuff I want to learn about. Like, not having this, like, material that you're, like, forced to know a certain amount, like, that you can regurgitate in a couple weeks. And then after that, we just forget about it.
1: Do you, though? Like, I still remember it majority of that stuff that i didn't care about you know what i think it's
0: just like what you're saying with uh learning how to type i think there's like a lot of things that happen and the way like a lot of that education comes back but i don't really notice it like i don't notice it comes from that yeah you know but i was a communication major so i learned a lot about nonverbals and how to read people and that's why like for myself personally the whole mass thing is so weird yeah so weird I don't know if you're sticking your tongue out at me. Yeah. If you're smiling at me. I didn't
1: realize how much I read lips or just like facial expressions. Like I didn't. Well, realize that's what
0: it is, man. I mean, the difference. Like that—that's what throws me off about text messaging. Because the I'll intent is not time. there. You know, like you don't know what the intent is all the time. Yeah. And it's hard to read that through a message.
1: Everyone gets mad at me, all my friends, because I will call them.
0: Same. I'm a caller. I am too if it's quick we can text but like if that's we got something to discuss and
1: that's how i feel like everybody's the opposite of like if it's something quick they'll give me a call like hey outside I hate that. hey i'm we'll meet in 15 minutes i'm like yeah. that's what the texting's for like right if you're calling Here. To tell me something like right. a call and just <laughs> let's have the five minute conversation instead of the 30 minute text yeah of like, me not really knowing what's going on
0: no 100 percent. yeah it's a weird thing man because we went from like letters to phone calls Back and letters. it was just so relieving and then for some reason we reverted back to a message format, well, okay, which I is just like such a, like an exaggerated communication where you really don't need to do all that.
1: No, it's so much extra work.
0: Well, it's such a teenage thing too. Like I just think text messaging is a very like, I'm talking to my friends like you don't get to see this like I I don't know.
1: No, I I understand that. Do you too. get that? Yeah. But like again, text messaging was I don't want to say I mean it was new when we were in high school. For Newer. sure. Newer like I was. Honestly, if you give me a phone with T9, I can probably type everything without looking. For sure. But like. Classic. Text messages. Like when I was in high school and doing all that, we saw like mostly flip phones. I didn't get a smartphone until later. Mm -hmm. So texting was a way to communicate, but it was more like until like, here's the information until I'm going to see you in 10 minutes. So like, again, quick, short things.
0: Well, it's weird. Some kids have grown up with all that. Like some kids don't know what life is like without social medias and text messages and all that stuff. You know, that's going to be interesting to watch when they grow up. It is.
1: Well, you're already watching us, like our generation. Like, do you sell Facebook? No. Majority of, like, I feel like people in our generation are already getting sick of it and taking it out. Honestly, I would not have, I already got rid of Twitter. I wouldn't have Facebook, but that's how I sign up for volleyball tournaments. Mm -hmm. But typically, like, I have a list of people who I won't add. It's not because I have anything against these people. It's because you don't play volleyball, and this is (laughs) honestly just for volleyball. Like, if you don't play it, I'm not adding yeah. here because all I'm going to do is use this to either ask you right. to play or sign up for a tournament. That's it.
0: And I think that's, like, for a lot of people in our, in our genera- generation, that is what they use Facebook for. It's more for, like, events. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, shit, man. I've I've been a unicorn because when I was in college, like, my th- my third year, I was like, forget this. I deleted my Facebook, and then I got back on it for a little bit after college but then i got rid of it again because
1: such a waste of time
0: and that's what it is man it's like your greatest commodity in this life is time and have you watched the social dilemma
1: i have not because i already you already know i already know there's just
0: a whole science behind it like people think like you know my friend posted something and that's just what's on my feed it's like no those things are there to keep you engaged like Once it's open, it's there. So you keep scrolling and scrolling. And then you look at the time like, oh, my God, it's been three hours. You know, it's so easy to get trapped and sucked into it.
1: Well, that's the thing is I'm so sick of going home. Like I said, I'll do the dishes and do little stuff like that. But, like, I still have things I want to do. Right. Whether it be talk to my friends, come over here, hang out with you, little things like that. And I'll I'll just take a quick break and just scroll. And like you said, I look up and it's 8 o'clock. And I'm like, it's it's time for bed. Like, I just wasted, (laughs) like, the remainder of my free time on nothing I really wanted.
0: On nonsense, yeah. But you don't even realize you're doing it. Exactly. But uh, for people that aren't as aware of, of how it all works, I would highly recommend going to see, or it's on Netflix, it's called The Social Dilemma. And it's not like a conspiracy documentary. I mean, they got people from Google, people that worked at Twitter, worked at Facebook. I mean, these are legit people breaking down the science of how You know how essentially it is a war a race for your attention Mm -hmm. and uh you know i don't think it's all negative you know i mean if it wasn't for these platforms i wouldn't be able to do stuff like this it's just all about how you use it man i mean if you use it like anything if you use it as a escape if you use that as something to to distract you then of course it's gonna have negative impacts but if you're trying to use it to you know as a tool to to further, you know, whatever it is a brand I mean, it's a shame
1: or business. And I don't think it's so much a bad thing. I understand everybody else is getting mad that, like, they're getting ads and stuff of things that
0: they don't want to see.
1: They don't want to see, or they'll we'll type it in the Google and all of a sudden they're going to get 50 ads on it. But right. on the other hand, like, I've also found some cool stuff of, like, I Googled pull right. like, something and I'm like, I didn't even know this brand existed. Yeah. And it's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah.
0: Um, it's weird that, like, with all that data, they're just like, we. We don't want to, like, put you in jail or anything. We really just want to sell you shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, just give us some more money, please. We don't care that you had sex. Like, we really just want to sell you more shit. <laughs> all the stuff they could do with all that data. It's just yeah. really funny. That's what we do. Well, that's what we use it for. Like I said,
1: I'm with you. I don't think it's all negative. Like, Can I tell you
0: my theory? Yeah. My, like, super far out there matrix theory. The reason we have, like, all this data collection is, like, the great it's like part of the greatest experiment experiment is like getting all this data together on human behavior and all the different ways it can go and it's just going to create like this crazy algorithm that that can make like almost like a superhuman because they would know every possible capability of of any outlook you know what i'm saying
1: i think i've seen this avengers movie yeah
0: i've never seen an avengers movie but It's just like, what are y'all doing with all this? It can't just be to like sell me new slippers because I said my old ones are going bad. Like it's weird that they keep accumulating all the data. And then like, especially our government, like our government says that's illegal, but then they keep doing it. Yeah. You know,
1: but we've been recording history and data for ever.
0: Not just, at this level, though. Not at
1: this level. Again, this is... Like, this, this is... Part, this is part of that switch, though, of, like, we can do everything on a like, much bigger scale now.
0: This knows... Like, this, like your phone can predict when you're going to wake up, when's the first time you're going to look at your phone, what apps are you going to look at when you first look at it in the morning, what do you look at on your lunch break. Oh, you know, like, it knows your date, where you're about to go next, the whole shebang. Like, the one of the craziest lines from The Social Dilemma that really stuck with me he said we think that we're like controlling the phone but think about it as like a huge computer looking back at you yeah and it's trying to figure how do i keep you here yeah you know how do i make sure you don't go anywhere else how do i keep you right here oh here's a notification Vlade uh, just posted something new if you haven't talked to blade in a while why don't you message him you know honestly that's one thing about like since i do have instagram and stuff i never have notifications on Cause that's what happens. That's what they, cause then the notification comes through. Oh, you got a like, or you haven't talked to this person in a while. And that's what gets you back into it. Yeah. So I always keep those off. Only just calls and texts get notifications. Makes sense.
1: Instagram is by far my favorite one.
0: Well, it's the only one I got. And it's just like,
1: it's just for the podcast, but I don't, I
0: don't feel like it's really being like, I don't feel like that's the best venue for the podcast. Because when you look at like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's just so over cluttered. Yeah. And when uh, you look at something like a LinkedIn or a TikTok, there it's like the only, the the only two platforms in twenty twenty where you can still get real organic reach, you know. But uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. I
1: don't know. I just think it's cool that like again, I don't think it's all negative. I think a lot of it is, but like Instagram to me is just way more it still tries to get your attention to the notification stuff like that. But like, it's just pictures. Right. You can kind of, yeah, there's an not ad. so much arguing, there's, and... there's an ad and all that, but there's no more arguing. There's no more real opinions. I don't know. As I've gotten older, I've gotten more into the photography and yeah. things like that. And I really enjoy that. I also enjoy that. Like, this is like Instagram is for photographers. So, like that's how you make a essentially like before you'd have like a giant portfolio and right. different things. And now you're just like, well, check out my Instagram yeah, account. I, my right Instagram, here. I just think that's like, kind of cool to go in that direction for that career path. oh definitely yeah I, mean, I got a couple
0: got a couple friends that are in photography and it's a great platform for that you know um, but when it comes to like video content and stuff like that YouTube is about it but the thing is like YouTube's just so like cluttered I wonder I wonder how many videos are on YouTube in America?
1: YouTube's been out for
0: like billions. It has to be billions.
1: Yeah. It's been out for so long now and it hasn't (laughs) gone anywhere. It hasn't, I mean, it's changed, but not really. Yeah. YouTube's my, if YouTube counts as social media, that's my favorite. Oh, hundred percent. More than anything else. That's
0: what like when I look at, at the end of the the week and it shows me what apps I use the most, YouTube's always. 100%. Yeah.
1: But I watch that. That's like replaced. That's not so much like a social media to me. That's like replaced my cable kind of thing. Oh, for sure, dude. Like I'd much rather just watch YouTube.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, everything's on there.
1: I think it's the best invention that we've, like, our generation has honestly made. Is like, at any given time of, like.
0: That's what the internet needed, though, back then. It needed one spot where you can go see all the videos. Well, it's just. Because everything was all over the place, you know.
1: It was, but, like, it's not even that. It's more of less, like, the other day I want to, like, I'm trying to take wallpaper down. Mm Mm-hmm. I understand how it works in my head but like i've never personally taken down wallpaper guess what i can youtube it and a thousand professionals will show me how to do it for sure and what i need to do it and then i run down the home depot and get everything i need in 10 minutes and it's done and i'm like that would have taken me like probably days before oh, for i would sure. have to like call have to some, call a guy like call a family member who's done this before. They're like, show me how, and we're going to like make nine mistakes. Right. (laughs) I don't know. In my head, just to get a professional to find out, watch a five minute video and be like, Oh, I think I can do this now.
0: Yeah, man. I think it made like a lot of people realize that like, you can do a lot of shit yourself. Yeah. You know, this, this idea of like always calling the guy. That's one thing in America. We always want to call the guy. Yeah. You know, but it's like, you could be the guy (laughs) like you yourself could be the guy. Like, uh, my sister's husband, they, like, redid their first house. And they were taking out walls and adding floors. floor, just doing a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, well, how do you know how to do all this? He's like, I honestly don't. I just pull up YouTube videos. And That's what I'm saying. Like, before you would have bought,
1: you would have been paying so much more than mm-hmm. hire a crew or hire someone to do it.
0: And it's so much more, like, rewarding, too. Especially yeah. when it's something like your own house, you know? Like, Definitely. when you're putting that stuff together yourself, and then if something goes wrong, you can... Like, fix it yourself. You're not, like, always yeah. waiting around for someone to come do a half-ass job on it, you know? Agreed. Yeah, it's a beautiful time in that perspective, you know? That you can really teach yourself new skills or if you're, like, stumped on something, other people have already figured it out for you.
1: Well, again, that's, like, the, that's this is, like, the positive part of all the, the yeah. internet and, and all the that. And the negative
0: is that everyone everyone gets to share their opinion now. Yeah, that well, know?
1: again, you don't have to take part in that though but isn't
0: that like have you ever been that way like have you ever been like the person to like go comment on a bunch of shit and
1: no i have like i've made sarcastic comments i'm annoyed (laughs) but like that's about as far as i've gone i've just never been that person i was like i need to state how
0: i feel about this oh no you know like on like some random i get more (laughs) mad
1: not so much that they did it but like if i've read a full like two paragraphs on facebook I'm mad that like whatever your <laughs> first sentence was captured me enough to finish it. Like I'm irritated with myself, not you. Like
0: that's a good point.
1: Like yeah, I'm Yeah, just, that's a good point. If you look at my Facebook like I haven't honestly like I don't think I've made a post in like 5 years. Yeah. Like that I've like posted something on it.
0: You know what I've noticed that like when I jump back on Instagram and just seeing like some like just some people I haven't seen in a long time and stuff and like how many people have accounts that haven't posted anything in like 4 years,
1: but they're still using it every day. <laughs> but they
0: still use it every day and it's just like like my approach to it is like from a content standpoint. Yeah. It wasn't just like the reason I don't and I will probably never have a personal social media account is cuz I don't want to exert the time into that. I would like like I want to be a content creator. Yeah. But like just having some account that like I just creep and I don't post or contribute anything. I just, I don't know. I think that's kind of odd.
1: I, I agree with that.
0: And it's just like finding like really what this is all coming to is like knowing why you, why you do what you do Yeah. and not just doing things to let time pass. I feel like a lot of people just like do things to pass time. And instead of asking themselves like, well, why am I doing like, why do I spend, you know, 20 hours a week on Instagram? Yeah. And that's a real question you should ask yourself, you know, because if you spend so much time doing that stuff, you end up not getting the fulfillment of like accomplishing things. And it's not like you have to accomplish this crazy goal, but it's just doing things, interacting and and building community. And and so much of that stuff kind of gets dissipated when you're so stuck into the screen Mm -hmm. and worrying about like building a following and like,
1: that's been around since social media first came. I remember like all my friends like discovering like how to, like bought their MySpace back in the day.
0: The top eight.
1: So they would. We're have, in so many friendships. Yeah, they would have like five thousand friends. And, I know like, it's ridiculous, I'm, and I, they'd be like, "I got five thousand friends," and I'm like, "No, you don't." Okay. <laughs> like it just never like clicked in my you head of like <laughs> why like these are strangers. Well, they're strangers,
0: and like, like... <sighs> it's like, it's. Almost like tying your self worth to a to a number. Yeah. Like how many kids grow up, especially girls now, like attach themselves to some sort of like following number. Yeah. You know? And like they just you know, oh people love me, people hate me. And I they think it's a it gender bad. thing though, because I feel like No, guys it's guys too. Bad. Oh, hundred percent. It's guy it's not just girls. I think girls maybe get it um I mean this is more pressure on women to look a certain way but there's definitely the same pressure yeah you know i'm so glad we're not around like myspace was there but it's more like your top eight and like what song you had on your profile and shit like that exactly it wasn't like this like you're a fucking loser because you only have twenty thousand followers it's like
1: yeah. what <laughs> yeah i can't even i don't remember anybody saying anything about anybody else's myspace and you couldn't run <laughs> it for more than like 10 minutes because like you ran out of things to do like you would just look at your own page. yeah there like, wasn't that much to do like you are just oh that's a picture of this person
0: well such like almost like a kid's version of social media because you always awesome. had like the wallpaper in the back and then you got to like create your own song and he had how i like to
1: taught myself how the code in like eighth grade to like change my background whenever <laughs> i wanted and i still have no idea what i was doing
0: i wonder what tom's up to <laughs> Like is I want to know is like is Tom living his best life? Did he just like get a fat check? He's doing it up, or did he ruin it? Or did he just like completely blow all his money? Just do a bunch of coke and just like
1: we don't know. We didn't. He's living. We we didn't know when he was there. He only had one picture.
0: Well, yeah, one picture, no interaction.
1: All the friends in the world could have been Mark Zuckerberg, bro, and vanished.
0: Now he's back in mom's basement. what could have been? (laughs) He, He never left think about that man think about mark zuckerberg being in college making facebook and like what it is today but, yeah. like it shifts elections and it played a part in like breaking up britain yeah like what the fuck <laughs> like if you would have told him in college like this is going to break up countries and he'd be like send it like <laughs> it's gonna make me
1: yeah, like, that is crazy he just yeah just him just
0: he's still so young
1: yeah he's so young just him just you know being bored on a weekend making this thing
0: I, I mean it's such a smart idea too and he for like for him to think like back then like oh this is for college kids like college kids will hopefully like doing this and yeah. it's like no this is everyone
1: yeah everybody everybody's aunt's gonna be on it with that weird awkward shot selfie
0: no posts <laughs> no post but creeping on everybody yep that's so much of it man and it's like so odd that we shifted from like tvs and movies and that they're still there but it's like we shifted from that to more like this interactive entertainment yeah this this like immersive like I think
1: that makes sense though like we all 100 even like video games if like we're getting bigger as a kid when i was a kid to where it was like i was just watching a movie that i got to play along with versus just definitely watching a movie. Definitely. And now, yeah, now we have all these different platforms doing different things. Like even YouTube, like you said, like I I watch that more than anything and half the time it's like, comment if you agree. Talk back (laughs) to me, like,
0: Like, subscribe. Yeah. I
1: I don't do it, but like it's it's definitely interesting that like the person is like actually trying to communicate with you personally. Right. Versus like just somebody on TV like an actor that's getting paid.
0: Oh, it's insane, dude. I mean my favorite band, STS nine, like I've been able to talk to them yeah. during COVID just through DMS and stuff. And like that would never have happened back in the day. Yeah. You know, never, you would never be able to build like a personal relationship or anything like that. So I think at, on like another level, it kind of brings us all together where it like gives us more of an even playing field where before some people you'd put on a pedestal. Yeah. Now you don't do it as much. Cause it's like, you realize they're just people too. Yeah but then the flip of that is like people that just straight up lie and it's like my life's the best thing ever. I wake up gorgeous. I go to sleep gorgeous. And
1: they're just miserable.
0: (laughs) There's this really great uh, video I found last year. And it's just about like, just being fake with social media, you know, like this chick uh, wakes up and she gets her makeup on and then she goes back to bed and takes a picture, woke up like this. And then like, her and her boyfriend aren't even paying attention to each other. She's like, "Let's take a selfie," and they're like, "Best date night ever." And then they just go back to like not even associating yeah. with each other. It's just like
1: That's all it is, though, just a big act. What's just so
0: empty, man? Yeah. And I just feel like very blessed and like fortunate. I don't have like that kind of like fake relationship where it's like, "Let's take a picture so people think that we're okay." It's like like we take a picture. It's like, yeah, let's take a picture. Yeah, you know. But it's not like this weird like purpose behind it to put out this like public perception, like public image of like, here's us, you know, Yeah. such an odd thing to try to keep up with. It is because it's not real, man. You look like shit sometimes. You have bad days like it happens. But it's, like for some some of those accounts that has never shown. No, it's just paradise. Yeah, everything's paradise. Everything's wonderful. My life's amazing but it ain't
1: no. But I mean, that's part of the charm of it. Like it, that was like, you don't really take pictures on bad days. Even, I know. Like it's just, not like, I, I get, I think people just the way we see it is it just, we are like, Oh my gosh. Like, look how great this is. They're so like, so happy all the time. But in reality, that's just them. Like, like I'm not taking pictures on my days where I'm doing nothing. I'm taking pictures when I'm like at a tournament I want a t- I want a t-shirt. I want some money that day. Mm-hmm. We're on vacation. So of course it looks fun, but like also if it was just a Tuesday, no, nah, I'm not taking a picture. For
0: sure. For sure. And it's like this weird like comparison thing we do. Yeah. Like when we're in like that slump of boredom and you're looking through other people's stuff, man, all these other people got so much going on. But it's because you're seeing like their whole year in abundance right in front yeah. of you.
1: Yeah.
0: You're not seeing, like, a
1: time-by-time moment. It's not like every week they're going to this different country. No. No, this was one trip that they went on (laughs) seven months ago, and they're just posting one week at a time.
0: People do that, man. I mean, people, like, take a ton of pictures and really, like, plan it out. and It's weird seeing people do that with, like, just their whole page of selfies. Yeah. It's like you really sit there and plan, like, all these selfies and just keep – But it works for some of them.
1: Yeah, I I think taking selfies are weird at this point in time in my life Like, I can't imagine, like, just being like I'm gonna take a picture of me today Yeah, <laughs> Like, I don't know, that just sounds weird to me
0: Yeah, not just me, like, if it's, like, me and Boo Or, like, something like yeah, that
1: like, if we're doing something, but I'll yeah, do, like, the I'm just gonna go thing, up to the yeah. bathroom mirror Yeah,
0: I've hit, just hit never that. been, yeah, same here I've never been, like, uh the short period i worked in the mall after college i saw a lot of that because we had like those big tall like full-length mirrors so yeah. the teenage girls would come in and try the teenage days and i get like take for selfie
1: sure. post it everyone's trying to date everybody send, yeah. a, send snap that i get but like good lord after thank you god hit us, like, like yeah, that. imagine adult, dating though, like, like that bro yeah like, imagine dating in high school like that
0: especially like when i was in high school dude i graduated with 56 kids like We were already all up in each other's shit like that. So with social media, I wouldn't even want to know what that would be like.
1: That 56 kids. I feel like you know everybody by elementary school.
0: It was insane, dude. Like everyone knew everyone's business. Like we didn't have losers and cool kids. And like everyone just knew everyone.
1: That's so interesting to me.
0: That's why I came to Kent. Because I was like, I want to do the polar opposite of what I've been doing. I want to have so many people there that I won't know anybody. You know? Well, that
1: was the thing because I, I grew up here. So, like, I always lived in the college town. With, so there's always new people around yeah. every day. But my I think my class was like 1,500. Wow. Which honestly, I don't know if you wow. wow. big or not. But yeah, like, that's that a good just, size. That was just my graduating class. Right.
0: Like, well, that's what I always tell people. I'm like, sorry, dude,
1: my graduating class was 500, 1,500 in the whole school. 1,500. Okay. Um, That's
0: what I always tell people, though. I'm like, you know, my entire school is like the size of some people's like graduating class, you know?
1: And that's what I'm thinking. Like we had like five or 600 kids in our class, which sounds probably like, I would have like
0: 300 in the whole school. Yeah. But I would say Catholic school, you know? And, uh, I mean, it's the same as any other school. They just add religion in there, (laughs) but it got weird, dude. When I was, uh, 17, they made us watch an abortion.
1: Yeah. We didn't have that class.
0: It was fucked up. They are like, you got to be in the room, but if you don't want to watch, you can put your head down.
1: <laughs> I'm like, can I have
0: some headphones? And I'm like, I don't know. We were watching Saw today, guys. <laughs> so I got through up until they started pulling out the arm. I saw that arm. I said, hell no. Uh,
1: yeah, I would be I out. said,
0: that didn't make me not want to have sex. That just made me think y'all are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like don't. You're yeah. in here showing a bunch of children a live abortion. <laughs>
1: That, yeah, I'm happy about my school choice now. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't need that. That's one thing I think the Catholics got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you go to Catholic school? Huh? Did you go to a Catholic school?
0: My whole life, yeah.
1: Oh, I thought it was just like a small, like, just a small school. I didn't realize you went to Catholic
0: school. Yeah, I went to Catholic school my whole life. Cause, like,
1: <clears throat> don't you normally, after like turn time, normally it's like eighth grade, don't you go to a public high school, though?
0: Well, in my town, there was like, K through high school, Catholic school Mm. that you pay tuition. And then we had, um, so the town was Warren, but I lived in a township called Howland. So there's a Howland Howland High School. And then there was like Warren G. Harding uh, High School. And uh, then there's John F. Kennedy High School. And so, uh, you know, like my dad's side all graduated from there. It's kind of like a tradition thing. And uh, yeah, it was just like, it was an interesting experience because it's like, I still lived in Howland and I, I knew a lot of kids from Howland. Yeah. You know, I knew a lot of kids from Harding, but I went to school at Kennedy and just being in that small environment. It was like, by the time we graduated, we were all fucking sick of each other. Like no one wanted to talk to each other I'm by sure. the time we left that
2: place. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then it's like weird. Cause like we had our 10 year anniversary last year and I don't think anyone Seven would even really up. like, I, I mean, I didn't show up. It was, I had this weird moment, man. I was leaving the store and there was a concert in Cleveland that night that, I, you know, my girlfriend and I wanted to go to. And I had this moment at the red light out front of the store because, like, one of the people from high school were calling me. And I was like, man, like, I could either go back and, like, live, like, my old life for a night and have, like, these weird conversations of just, like, so what are you doing? What are you, like, all this bullshit? Or I could go, like, live my new life live my best life and that's exactly I did the same what i thing did. except
1: i didn't even have that moment <laughs> I, like i saw like that pop up like the little notification of like it's that time yeah. and i was just like never nah. <laughs> and that's the thing is like
0: it was such a small class and i knew that you know that many people probably wouldn't show up and it'd be cool to see some folks and if there wasn't something else going on that night i probably would have but at the same time it's like bro if we would have if we want to stay in contact in this day and age it would have happened yeah you it's know it's just like
1: the 10 year one is what throws me off. Like, I feel like they should have made it like a little bit shorter. If it was like a five year. You might've still gotten me to go, but like, right. I'm such a different person. Like right. I guarantee everybody now hates whoever they were 10 years ago. Of course you should. So, if so you don't, you if go, you
0: don't, you're an asshole. So
1: why would you want to go back and hang out with those people when you're not that person? None of you are that person. Yeah. Anyone? And also you didn't like that person. Yeah. Like, I just didn't see the point. I was like, everybody, I hope everybody's happy. And yeah. Just, well, and but, I was
0: uh, like, I still want to be caught caught up in like a big dick contest. Like my dick's bigger than yours because I've done this, this, and this. It's like, man, yeah. like we're just barely getting into thirty. Like, there's no one. There's no need to even start bragging about who's done this, that, and the other. We've just started living our adult lives. Like, yeah. like you might be in a great spot right now, and by the time we're in our forties, you could be in a terrible spot. Like, you never know, and you just never know. It's like I hope everyone's doing well, but my life is just in. Like I felt like going in, going into my thirties. I feel like I finally found out who I want to be, who I am. Like
1: I've been telling everybody lately, because I'm, I'm riding right that because I mm-hmm. turned thirty here in less than a week.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Happy early birthday!
1: Thank you. But yeah, I was like,
0: When's your birthday? Uh, November tenth. Cool.
1: So I was like, I told everybody like, twenty to twenty-five was like. I do not say horrible by any means, because like, it's confusing. Oh, it it wasn't even that. It was just like, like you said, you're just lost. You're like, you don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Like my early twenties versus the like twenty seven, yeah. twenty eight, and so forth have been so much better. Yeah. because well, like, that was like mid and early's.
0: Like you grow up and you live like this life that is like structured for you. Yeah. School and sports and friends and family and all this stuff, and then from like eighteen to twenty five, you're like this lost puppy of like all right. So like, you're not going to get treated like a kid anymore. You got to start figuring some stuff out on your own here. And, uh, it's such an important time. And then like, once your later twenties happen, you're, you start figuring some things out and you made some mistakes and you, you did some things right. And, you know, going into my thirties, I'm like, okay, so I have a little bit better stance on like what I want out of life and like what I'm looking to do. And, all those things come with time. And you got to have patience for that stuff to happen.
1: Well, yeah. Everyone's like, aren't you freaking out? And, like, I always make the joke of like, yeah, but like in reality, I'm like...
0: No, like, there's nothing to freak out about. Yeah, about like 30. this is like,
1: like, I, like you said, like, I still feel like I'm in my prime-ish. Like, I don't yeah, feel much different you than are. 25.
0: You are in your prime. Like, your brain stops developing around 25. And we think at 30, you're supposed to have it figured out. It's like, this is the time you're starting to figure it out. Yeah. You know? I mean this like idea of like oh you're 30 now i'm like i'm happy i'm 30 bro because yeah, like, 23 was confusing as fuck yeah <laughs> and, yeah when they told me that was gonna be the quote like 21 is gonna be the best time of my life i'm like that was i was fun. so confused and not knowing what i was doing I had and no like, idea i was broke yeah
1: like i was yeah i was miserable i got like, some
0: money in the bank now do i, go I got school? a wifey i do got I like not
1: yeah do i quit school do i keep going like what do i do yeah like yeah,
0: so much confusion, and now I feel like I'm just starting to find my own path. I'm just finding who I want to be. Well,
1: that's the thing. I think once you hit like that certain age, mine was like around like 25 ish. I finally like you quit caring who like. I don't say that who likes you because like, most people want to be liked, but like for you sure. just get like you get rid of like that. I'm gonna try and be cool for other right. people thinking you're like, what do I want to do? I'm gonna go be the nerd that I. I always have been but pretended not to be and then all of a sudden like you said you start figuring things out figure out what you want to do what makes you happy and then you start meeting people who also like the same things and you're like oh
0: yeah, yeah. the like, world like, what, expands like, bigger than your was, bubble what was i doing before right because you don't understand the world's bigger than your personal bubble yeah and once you see that like I've, i really saw that once i started like leaving ohio a little bit mm. you just realize there's so many different ways to live live life And I think it's so important for people to get out of their comfort zone. Like just leave wherever you are, just leave for a while. I know that's not the easiest thing to do in COVID.
1: You don't even have to go far though.
0: No. And that's what I've learned during COVID. Like I spent so much money going to Cali and Colorado and just all these places. And it's like, man, Ohio's the shit, bro. There's so many cool things to do around here. Just cool nature spots, national parks for a
1: weekend. And just, that's what
0: we did. Like, Like, last weekend, some Christian and our friends, we did a little Halloween celebration. Got a nice place on Hawking Hills. Kept it a low number. I mean, there's safe ways to go about seeing your loved ones and having a good time. You're just doing it in a different way now. And we're not doing it as often, but we cherish those moments even more now. Yeah. And we're like, we got to make the most out of this. Like, we had, you know, lights going and music and decorations and just, like, really wanted to make it special because... You just never know when, you know, for my friends in Cincy and Columbus, I don't know when I'm going to see them again. Yeah. You know, and it's like the moments we do have now, we cherish and we don't take for granted. That's for sure. Definitely. And I can't wait for live music to return. When I saw Trump at those rallies, I was like, give me my goddamn live shows back. Uh, if he can have 40,000 people, give me 20,000 in a field, bro. We
1: still, <laughs> we still have like, me and my girlfriend, well, she has like still tickets ready that have all been like, just push back till next year. So like, I'm already set. Like, Airbnbs are still booked. Like, really? like we're just waiting just for that. Okay, like concerts. I, I think
0: are concerts are doable. I just, I mean, music festivals. I think are like shot.
1: Still no concerts. I think especially like all the outdoor venues. I did just, one in September.
0: Just, did you? It was in a small spot in Cincinnati uh, for a band called The Works, and they're from Ohio. Um, and. You know, our dog had surgery in January. So, all those concerts January to March, we didn't go to because we were taking care of the dog. And then COVID happened. So, we yeah. d- didn't go to shows at all this year. And we just kind of like assessed it. And we went for it. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. Everyone was social distance. Um, I actually liked it better than past concerts because everyone just had their own section. Yeah, Like, I wasn't nuts. All to, over you. I wasn't butt to nuts with everybody. Yeah. And like, we all had our own space. We had... It was sections of six, so we all had a, like our own picnic table in each section. I like that. Um, we had two, you know, we had a group of twelve, so we had groups right like our group was right in front of each other, so we we're all still able to hang out. Um, and it was a cool experience. Would I go to a concert every single weekend? Absolutely not. Yeah. But like, if it was something worth going to, I would go for it. Yeah. Because here it is: is like, I'm confident in doing those things because I take care of myself. Like I've listened to the experts on what vitamins to take for COVID and, and just like having honestly common sense, like all this talk about like wearing a mask and gloves. I mean, I'm not saying don't do those things, but that only gets you so far. Yeah. The conversation we don't want to have is that our country is super unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> like it comes down to your immune system. So when you have vitamin D, vitamin C and zinc, th- that those go a long way. So I felt confident to do that stuff. And I go, if I get sick, then at least, you know, I've I've been doing those supplements going into the concert and I'm doing them after, and if I end up getting sick, then I just continue to do them. And, and we'll see what happens. And it's like this, this like tug and pull of like, should I do it? Should I not do it? You need
1: to be cautious, but also like you said, like you can't just stay locked up. And
0: it's like, just do things responsibly. Take care of yourself. Supplement, exercise, get your rest, wear your mask and then like create environments where people feel safe to do those type of things. Do the Airbnb, you know, go hiking with your friends for the, for, you know, on a weekend or something like you don't have to completely seclude yourself. (laughs) Like I had a friend that showed up to that concert that does not supplement, does not exercise, locked himself in his apartment for months. He's like, this is the first thing I've done since March. And I go, bro, you're like a walking example of what not to do. Yeah. He showed up pale as shit in September. I'm like, bro, it's been summer for like five months. You look like you just came out of winter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, dude, you're the one that's gonna get sick. Yeah. Because you don't have any of those supplements in there to fight off, you know, to build that immune system up. And then you go to a place that has two, three hundred people, well, yeah, your chances are probably pretty high. But I don't know. I hope a lot of people just take a look in the mirror and start figuring it out. Yeah. You know, cause it's like, honestly what motivates me to take care of myself is that I feel better. Like how you said you felt when you ate fast food for the yeah. first time. Like when you have those experiences, like man, taking care of yourself is so great.
1: You everyone will be like, Oh, I got this new car. I gotta take care of it. I'm gonna put the good gas in it. I'm going to do all mm-hmm. these things. I'm gonna get my oil changed on time. I want to make this thing last. But yeah, most people won't do it for themselves. For themselves, like. man. And this is the most important thing we like you can honestly for put sure. invest in.
0: You don't take care of this. You ain't driving a car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not doing any of that stuff. So, you know, if you just to have like a long fulfilling life, that doesn't mean I don't fuck off. You know? Everybody it doesn't does. everyone does, but it's like the balance and what I really push to people is the home. Like when I go out and about, I'll have the fried food and all that stuff. But like in the home athletic greens in the morning you know it's like fresh foods like i get my meat from a farm i don't buy processed meats or anything like that like you know said it's balance just making
1: that effort man when we used to work together like we would be there for like eight hours uh I i would drink like at least two of the three of those giant water bottles the smart water. Yeah, yeah. Like those are just saying the water I would just go buy, and everybody would make fun of me. Cause I just keep it in my back pocket the whole day. Mm-hmm. But that's so I'd sure I would drink it because my rule was like, if I drink all these here while I'm at work, when I get home, I can go drink whatever I want for sure. I can go. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. Cause like I did my water. Yeah.
0: That's and- a good way to do it though.
1: It's like you, having
0: that routine and having like that system in place. Cause that's what really, I think messes a lot of people up. Yeah. They feel like they have to do this whole different thing it's just creating a new routine and three weeks into doing it you don't even notice you're doing awesome. it anymore yeah
1: you know and the more you do it like all those things that you feel like you don't want to do that you're like your brains being like I don't want to do that every time you do that it's out of the way mm-hmm. you're not stressing about it anymore you actually like feel better because you accomplished something like it's normally always a good thing after you do it yeah. like every time you and everybody goes to the gym when you leave the gym you feel so much better it's just getting sure. yourself to the gym that you have like a thousand excuses pile up in your head and you're like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then as soon as you like walk in the door, you're like, oh, I'm here. And you have a good time.
0: For sure. For sure, man. I mean, it's just like you got to break through those mental barriers sometimes. And then you need those moments of like relaxation. But uh, exertion is key. Like I think when people talk about anxiety nowadays and stuff like that, I think a lot of people don't exert. Like anxiety and stress is actually like a really useful tool. Yeah. And when you can like channel that energy into something productive, then just goes away. Like it literally just dissipates. Yeah. But it'll just keep building up and builds up and builds up because you never let it go or it comes out in a really ugly way. Yeah. Which is like the worst thing to happen, you know? Agreed. Yeah. Well, shit dog. This has been awesome. Yes. Thanks for coming through. I missed you. Wrap this bad boy. I know I miss you too, man. It's been uh, good to catch up. Definitely miss hanging out every day. I don't miss the job, but I miss hanging out every day. I agree. Oh, here's the last thing for you. Now out of the job, out of the retail job, looking back, what do you think of it now? What do you think of that time?
1: Now, like I said, I think there was a lot of skills and different things I learned that were very good. Because like you said, I think everyone should have to work a real-time job. I think everyone should have to work like a job where you make tips or something like that, mm-hmm. just to kind of get those experiences. Um, and I met a lot of people from it, which I also think like I like when I look back at things, I like to think about like the things I did learn from it, not just the negative. Right. Because yeah, I was definitely burnt out. I don't think it was a bad job by any means. I enjoyed my time I was there for a long time. I loved going. It just kind of wore on me because I, nothing was changing. Right. So
0: yeah, it gets stale. It does. It just becomes like really repetitive and you feel like you've seen it
1: all. I just haven't like, once I felt like I wasn't growing anymore, I wasn't taking anything back anymore. Now I'm just wasting my time being here.
0: Right. Yeah, man. I think that just happens with jobs. Like if you end up being in a certain spot for whatever amount of time and like the challenges just aren't there anymore. And yeah, yeah. You can get burned out for sure, you know, but that's what's beautiful. You know, you recognize that stuff and then you make the change and you go on to the next challenge. Yep. You know, the good thing is like, just cause some people just get so stubborn in that and they just get stuck in this rut. Like they nothing just, will ever change. No. And, all and
1: they, stuff. they also don't want to take the effort to like get out of it, which right. I did for a while. I would burn out for a little bit and I kept just trying to tell myself, no, if you like stick it out. Like it's not that bad mm-hmm. doing that thing. But like once you actually like tell yourself like, we're done here (laughs) like let's end on good terms but like let's like find the new the new goal let's find something else and like you start searching and like that's the way to do it that's that's it too is like not throwing a hissy fit
0: at the end and like ruin all those relationships that you spent years building I always found that odd when people would work somewhere for years and then go out on a bad note it's like bro no. all that you just threw down the drain yeah. for what
1: like yeah i mean i understand you're annoyed with the job but like it doesn't mean like the people you got to job, like, on the people yeah like they helped you out like, right they kept you that's not their fault years. either yeah. you
0: know i mean they're just in the same boat doing the same thing you know exactly but no nah, dude i'm happy for you proud of you and uh we'll do it again sometime thank you sir all right rmt i don't know we on like 10 or 11 we racking them up man we got a lot of episodes on the book i'm yeah. glad i'm on here dog. Awesome. All right, y'all. We'll uh, talk later. Bye.